Hello and welcome to Don't Lose Your Head. This is episode I don't know. Maybe wait, is this episode twenty? <laughs> Shit, that's cool. Episode fucking twenty. Done. We're almost done. Twenty episodes, Morton. It's pretty cool. And it's fucking insane. We have two thousand four hundred ninety-seven plays. So just three more plays, and we have like uh, enough to make a uh, two thousand five hundred point list out of plays or something. <gasps> With that, of people listening to us, holy, holy shit! What, what, what the hell? What's wrong with people? Why do you listen to this podcast? <laughs> Get your shit together! <laughs> All right, we're just, so we're tr trying to scare people away, but alas, we cannot. Our voices are honey in your ears. Even if you want to stop listening to this podcast, you cannot because we are in your minds. Once you go, I don't know. Hmm, you never go back. <laughs> <laughs> Once you go, sweet, you never go back. Oh yeah. All right. So, uh, what are we gonna talk about this episode? This is the post Lincoln wrap down around yeah. and also around. the Hegvarian. Holy fuck, yeah, that's true. That's not that far into the future, is it? No, it's 10 days. What? Ah, Harris the Train has no breaks in Sweden. There's event after event. It's insane. Holy shit. So We're I'm regrouping. Go to that event, but you are sadly not joining. No, nah, no. Nah. So uh, instead of fighting by your side, I had to bring one of the kids, one of the 30k kids. <laughs> the, yeah, they're... Our dick dogs, <laughs> or something. Yeah, Ola thirty kids with his glorious blonde long hair. Thirty kids. Was it Ju Julius or no Ula? Ula. Ah, this. Are they? Uh, they're not brothers, right? But I, I no. think they kind of look like brothers. It's <laughs> <laughs> just because they're the same age. Yeah, thirty kids. I like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, but uh, we're first. We're gonna. So, yeah, Lincoln and Hagvarian, and then we're going to have a break, and then some uh, mailbag and the stuff that we're doing. Yeah, yeah. But first, the future of heresy. What is going to happen? Uh, when we were at Lincoln, there was some terrible news and exciting news at the same time. It was kind of really fucked up in a way, because I guess Warhammer Fest happened at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. And I remember I was in the moment I played my fir first game. I was in the corridor waiting to get my burger at Lincoln, which, by the way, was medium rare. <laughs> Wasn't well cooked. <laughs> but I survived. No stomach flu or anything. Um, and in, in the queue line, uh, Freddy the Sweet is like, what the hell? Did you know uh, Alan Bly has died? I'm like, what? Are you kidding? Because it's like... It's Warhammer Fest. Are you just messing with me now? And, and I, I, I thought he was uh, joking, but then uh, it was confirmed, and Alan Bly is dead, which yeah. is uh, terrible news. I would say yeah. for it's super weirdo that like it happened at the same time, like at the exact same time. I found out yeah. exactly at the same time that we're getting new rules for heresy, and Alan Bly died. What? Yeah. It's really, I mean, 
I, I started like, oh, conspiracy theory. It's like, oh, he didn't want to go to 8th edition, but then they had to take him out. No, but I mean, no. It's, <laughs> uh, it's uh, really, really strange. Uh, and maybe, maybe in, a, in a nice way, it's like his legacy, because he, I mean, I don't know how much he did, but it seems that he was one of the main driving forces there. Yeah. Uh, for writing the Horus Heresy. And he seemed to know a lot of, a lot of I mean, everything by heart. Um, and uh, he seemed to be a good guy, basically, like from people who knew him. So, so it's terrible that he had to die. And I, I think it was cancer also, yeah. which always sucks. Um, <clears throat> so, I mean, did he, was this, do you think, his last, his last gift to Horus, the Horus Heresy to give us our own? rules edition yeah yeah pretty much uh i don't know what to say i haven't seen it like no one's seen it yet so no say like how much they've actually written stuff and not it's taken seventh edition which is also going to be very interesting to see yeah yeah i i just uh before this i started watching a mini wargaming uh episode about eighth edition when they're fighting so I have no idea, uh, but 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 okay. But this this means I guess that we're not going full eighth edition. Yeah, uh, I'm not sure if we're staying in exactly as it is, or if we will have some. It's really uh, it's tearing me tearing me because I mean I I've been the skeptical one like ah change is bad, uh, and you you've been kind of open like ah let's see what happens with eight they'll fix it. Uh, so what do you think about this? Were you disappointed that they didn't go eighth or well part of me wants some of the new mechanics but mm -hmm. on the other hand i really don't like some of the other mechanics yeah uh and the thing is like you don't need to fix something that isn't broken yeah that's true <laughs> and like it would take a lot of work and it had the potential to pretty much fuck everything up because if they had to redo everything and maybe they did something that made it like weird or like not as enjoyable. Like yeah. that was always uh, something that could happen if they tried to like remake everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I agree because I also, you know, after a while I thought, oh well, okay, some of these things are kind of cool. Yeah, I liked some of the the changes. I mean, kind of nice that. Uh, as we talked, like a, a, a power sword actually has effect on Terminator armor and things like that. Yeah. But having wounds on tanks, I don't know. And then, like, this last cannon does yeah. wounds. It's, and this. The, the, the tanks is what, like, I don't like. That you can wound yeah. tanks, and tanks have just, like, dudes, and they don't have any facings. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I understand that it makes the game much easier, but that's not why we like the game. Yeah, because and it's like, complicated. 30k is very tank focused. Yeah, like not not just me, but like <laughs> a lot of tanks in 30k. Yeah, and like removing the like the ability to shoot at someone's side armor for a better shot is pretty lame. Yeah, it's it's really strange. And like, oh, everything can wound a tank on a six up, or I don't know. Yeah, that as well. It's strange. But then again, I I mean. Let's hope that they that they fix or tweak some of the rules at least, because I mean there were some problems, I guess, 
And now, since they don't have to care about what happens in 40k, they can just go like, okay, what are the problems with uh, Horus Heresy? What can we actually yeah, make that, better? Yeah, that's like the best thing about this, that they, mm. they're their, their own boss now. They can change whatever the fuck they want. They, yeah. They, we don't get affected by 40k erratas, like the, the, the whole multi-bomb thing. Yeah, yeah. Well, we don't know yet. Maybe they say, like, you can only use one Delta Bomb per squad. But then, at least yeah. then we know, because then, then we'll they, they've said again. it. <laughs> How dare you speak <laughs> against Forge World? <laughs> no, but, I mean, we don't know. What if it is... Have they specifically said that it's, like, still more 7th Ed than 8th Ed? I or... heard that uh, it's basically, like, just 7 straight off, but mm -hmm. with some clarifications. Okay, but uh, you know Eric, Eric the Dane. Yeah, who went there? Yeah, he the... was there, and he wrote somewhere that he asked them, like, about this new edition mm. or or seriously the rule set, mm. and they said that they're gonna tweak some things. And he asked them if they're gonna fix the psychic face, mm. and apparently the guy nodded really heavily. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's nice. He also plays Thousand Sons now, so I guess it was important for him as well. Yeah. Um, but that's a tricky one because you basically have like a lot of people playing Horus Heresy and you have one Legion that, that is entirely focused on Psychic Face. And other than that, you hardly see anyone bring Librarians. Yeah. So how do you make it interesting for the other players? <laughs> I don't know. Um, but they, they will probably fix it. I think so. I have yeah. high hopes for the future. I hope to get just their own psychic powers, like word bearers and thousand suns, and then maybe have yeah. like a generic psychic powers for the other yeah. legions. Or maybe, and maybe it's not like a entire phase with lots of dice rolling. Maybe it's more like just buffs in some way. Yeah. I don't know. We'll uh, see. We'll yeah, yeah. Calmly in our boat, and we will see. Yeah, it's uh, yeah, it's an exciting future. Although I am worried about like the the quality of the the black books now that Alan Bly yeah. is no longer with us, so uh, of course that's a concern. Um, but I mean, did he write the, the other campaign books from Forge World as well? I don't know. I have no idea actually. And I'm sure that they're oh, they're they're getting rid of those as well. That's so. But I think they're re retweaking them to be. Used for eight, actually. Right. I saw, I saw just today on the community something like, "Oh, take a relic Spartan. Now your Primaris Marines can bring a relic Spartan, this old tank from the, the Horus Heresy." I said, "Like, oh, okay, so they want to use that in 40k as well." Oh, um, I just went to the Forshaw website, and the first thing I see is that you can buy three. The uh, what are they called? The, the the space marine fighter. Mm. Siphon. Yes, you can yeah. buy three siphons uh, packed for two hundred twenty-five pounds. Do you even do you even save any money from that? You gotta check this out. Possibly. Best radio ever, by the way. But just <laughs> need to check this out. Um, One is eighty-three pounds. So yeah, maybe you save like five pounds or something. Yeah. Six. Maybe six. <laughs> Probably some bad head map. All right. Anyway. So, yeah. but but I think I saw I saw that they're bringing bringing those books back. Those books back. 
Yeah. For forty for eighth edition. But forty um, K campaign books are fucking kick ass. Yeah, and I'm I'm sure that there's a lot of uh, other talented people still there. That's gonna yeah. <laughs> or maybe they just bring in, you know, Matt Ward. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Oh, fuck. That would be the fuck, day. Fuck yeah. What if the space wolves suddenly get frost wolves that they can ride on? <laughs> yeah. Fuck. Yeah. Uh, they were playing. Uh, I went. I went to my game club yesterday to play yeah. against some world leaders, mm-hmm. and some people were playing Aethad, and <gasps> like. I've been playing like 30k for a while there at the club and just organizing things and building terrain and shit so people know know me and know that I play 30k so yeah almost everyone in the club just walked up to me like so are you excited about 8th edition like um, not really I mean yeah. I don't play that game yeah so no and I were playing there and like shit it's still the same 40k thing like I, I don't know why they keep doing this, that they put like a desert mat with forest and ruins. <laughs> makes no sense. Oh, oh. And this takes away immersion. Yeah, and just, <laughs> just a bunch of unpainted models. It get, gets yeah. Zero, zero percent excited about 8th edition. Yeah. Yeah, it's... The, the problem, I guess, is the community and the, the players. Uh, but but then again, well, if they want to have a competitive game, maybe it's good that they get competitive rules, you know. And yeah, uh, this mean, is this the guy, yeah. this guy at the club it was like talking about eighth edition and like, no, I'm not excited at all about it. And like, but the rules are like better, and and I said like, yeah, but the theme of 40k is fucking shit now because like oh, the yeah. thing I liked about 40k before it was like it was super grimdark. Yeah, and now it's just disappearing and like. All the the great artists disappearing. Like if you look at a codex now, like the, the what is it called the color plates, like how they paint shit. It's just like a a paint picture of a space marines with different block colors. Yeah, it's like uh, co- copy paste this color, copy paste this color, or yeah, yeah, and like the fluffiest gets, like everyone's just super awesome now. Like there's there's no like melancholy grim dark future anymore like everyone's just super badass doing everything mm. mega awesome all the time and that fucking started with like the space marine codex yeah at the time when it stopped like if, you, if they would bring back like third and fourth edition fluff along mm. with like badass rules yeah then sure maybe i would be interested but well, i kind of feel bad for the the players who are left in 40k because they're really invested in one of the armies like I mean, I played Tyranids before, and I, I really love that that army. I love the look of it, the feel. I, I mean, like the idea. But then it's like, what if you're? And then if you're just surrounded by people who just want to play to win, it's <laughs> that's really, yeah, uh, yeah, really sad. Yeah, in a sense. If, if I would go back to 40k, then I would like pick like one opponent that I knew is a good hobbyist and a mm. cool guy, mm. and I would play like. Bad of War or some other Imperial Imperial Armor book. Yeah, that would be cool. Or just uh, yeah, I mean, playing uh, mommy's basement with cool guys <laughs> yeah. that you know are nice. <laughs> but uh, did you see also some of the VIPs from Warhammer Fest? There were some new units on the horizon. I'm particularly thinking about some Sikaran. Oh yeah, models. The- 
the Matt Cain version. Yeah, the Matt Cain plasma obliterator stuff. I don't know, big plasma guns. I don't know, that one I didn't really like that much. It looked a bit over the top. Like yeah. the plasma guns didn't really... Math were... better. Yeah, you definitely. Know, you know how Matt made is? Did he just take the, the arms from the, the Derudeo? I think, I, yeah, I, I suppose that's where they're from. And I think he was using them as uh, stand-ins for plasma uh, predators. All right. Um, just because he liked them, the, the chassis better. Uh, and then we had the like Scorpius missile, missile launcher thing. Oh, yeah. Uh, we don't know. It's probably better no. than the Scorpius. I would assume it's different at least. I don't Seems really to have... get that one. Like, What's the point of having that weapon in that chassis? No, exactly. It's like, oh, it's a super fast tank. The Sikoran. I mean, it looks fast, right? It's got that yeah. sleek look. And it's like, you put a artillery piece on it. I don't know. Okay, but it, like, if no. you think like how the, they would use them in the field, like, yeah, you can keep up with like the super fast tanks moving around. But do you really need to like have the artillery tank right up front? Isn't like a Rhino chassis enough to move that shit around? Yeah, I mean... An artillery, an artillery tank doesn't have to be that well protected, right? It's it should be behind your lines and <laughs> could just be no, a gun, there's... gun on wheels. Uh, but the one that's got me super fucking hard is the the minigun one. Damn, that looks so fucking hot! <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine just like running down the battlefield with that turret, like just sweeping away? I would like it a bit more if it was centered on the, the pivot. Really? Yeah, yeah, no, I kind of like it that it's on the side. It's like, heavy on the side. <laughs> <laughs> if you shoot on your left flank, you kill twice as many as if you shoot on your right flank, because you can't hit them there. <laughs> uh, I don't know, I'm actually thinking about getting that one when it comes out. Uh, yeah, uh, then they're releasing uh, new red books, right? I heard this rumor oh? from the guy I was playing yesterday, and I, it makes sense because like those rules got to be somewhere for those tanks. Yeah, this is, like, yeah. The thing like they're gonna release new red books for, and also that like yeah, I need to discuss that. Like if they're bringing out new red books, what are they changing in those ones? Yeah, are they just adding new stuff, or is it that the the specific rules are that different that they still need a new red book? Well, I was thinking, because in the eighth, eighth book, mm. uh, power weapons for Space Wolves and Thousand Suns are cheaper. They cost five points each, not ten. Mm. To me, better interesting. That. Yeah. Things like uh, that, yeah. yeah. And also, they're just adding those new tanks, I guess. Is there anything else from the Prospero that could be used by every other Legion? I don't think uh, that they... I don't think so. No, they were pretty unique. <laughs> and, uh, what else? Uh, if they're bringing out a new Legion book as well, they can just add all the Legions in the one book, and it will be the book. Yeah, but, any black books. but don't you think they should wait for the a Angelus to come out first then, so they have Blood Angels, Dark Angels in there as well? No. Or <laughs> no, he's fucking Adam. They're they're like awesome right now. Yeah, I, I mean they are already in the. Are they in the red book? I don't uh, think. No, I don't think so. Even they're their book seven. 
Oh yeah, that's true. Roadbook came like around the same time or a bit before. Yeah. So that would be cool. And I actually wish that they never release uh, white scars in a black book. Cause okay, what? Because why? They've always been this legion and chapter that no one has really thought of. No one's mm -hmm. been on the outskirts. Like, there's no detail around them. Yeah. Let's fucking leave them like they are now. Because they're fucking ah. crazy good now, anyway. Okay. Uh, don't release any characters. Because I will just put a face on, like, what I think is like a faceless legion. Ah, oh, you mean that the mystery itself is uh, what, what makes yeah. them so cool? Yeah, exactly. Okay. Yeah, that's mm -hmm. interesting. Uh, yeah, I, I fucking love white scars. I've been actually yeah. wanting to do a white scars course as well. We'd well, like to do like a white scars tank company, like with only predators, like light small tanks. Yeah, because predators become fast that, that right of war. So that'd be oh, okay. <laughs> it'd be really really fun to paint as well. Yeah, like white tanks with a lot of like, battle damage and shit. Yeah, it would be pretty uh, difficult, I think. But I mean, it's. When you get white in a in a right good way, that it can look really sweet. Um, yeah, and like um, uh, dirt and shit looks really good on it. Yeah, uh, <clears throat> but I'm just, it, would, I'm look, it would mean yep. making another tank army. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> in the future, uh, I'm just quickly looking through what else they showed on the on the event. They showed some transfer sheets for Blood Angels, the Thousand Sun. Uh, special characters coming out. Baldor is coming out. Okay, I see the minigun again. I agree. It seems a bit strange on the side on this picture. Uh, I still love it. Uh, some Sisters of Silence with dual pistols. Some kind of cool gang. Cool. And uh, then the fucking uh, Legio Custodes Aqualon Terminators. <laughs> How fucking big are they? Oh, I don't, I don't even know if I've seen those guys. They look a bit goofy with some with the shoulders, uh, some of the shoulder pads. But then there's like some dudes that have fire pikes or something. Yeah. Like, wait, cool I'm... see them. I don't know if people would bring them because I mean, Custis are already a two-up save and tough, tough as fuck. So why would we bring Terminators? Oh yeah, that's true. Maybe maybe they get, could give them several wounds or something. I sent them to you on uh, Five Messenger. Wounds. Five wounds. Three up, rerollable, invulnerable save. Yeah, fuck yeah, impossible to kill. Uh, I I sent some pictures to oh, you yeah. on, on Messenger. Pretty cool. Uh, I don't know what the hell they're. They have some strange. They have like a power fist and then some strange, combi bolter thing, which is probably way better than a combi bolter. Yeah. But then it's like their their arms are close, and then their shoulder pads are super big and like stick out into the air, and then go down into a little curve, like a little claw. And you can like in some angles you see through that, so it's just a white space in between, like uh, yeah, a lot of a lot of air. I don't know. You can just glue them better because I've seen people <clears throat> having the same problem with the. Terminator armors as well. Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah, I have some with the plastic one. It's not, yeah. it's not as good. And then the, the custodians are getting a, their own flyer. Which I don't know, oh, looks yeah, like, that's it. Looks goofy, I guess. 
so many flyers around. I really need to get a siphon for my sons of horrors. Yeah. Shoot those fuckers down. It's difficult to tell how this flyer looks because you see it from below. So maybe yeah. it looks. It may. It probably looks well with the other skimmers. It's a gunship, right? Oh yeah, possibly. It would be it's cool, got some like a and big gun, like AC 130, like the propeller plane that the Americans have with like guns on the side. Because you fly around and, like with infrared sights and you shoot people from. Oh uh, yeah, I think I know which one you talk about. Ba bam, ba bam. Yeah. <laughs> that one. Pew pew. <laughs> oh. uh, it, you play uh, one in Call of Duty Modern Warfare, and it's also in Transformers One. Oh yeah, the one that's like flying on the side and just shoots shit. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That that's the one I thought about. It's kind of cool. Yes, yeah. let's put a big gun on the side of this. How do that we shoot it? Awesome I, for this game, actually, like if you could just circle around with it, because yeah, that's like the problem with flyers, they like fly in and then the turn after you have to fly off. Mm. That's like if you get it in in turn three if you're unlucky, and then it will come in turn three and then again in turn five. Yeah, and then <laughs> the game is over. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, <laughs> flyers, I. I've always been a bit unsure how I feel about them. <laughs> if only one side has a flyer, I don't know. I don't really like it. Then it's like it's difficult to counter I or. <laughs> I used to shoot him down my turn in the last kind of. Oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> like every time. Yeah, I guess they're not that big of a problem. You should just bring something. Yeah, S something to shoot them down. They're they're cool. Uh, I remember when I used to play in fifth edition, hmm. and like there were flyers and from Forge World, people were like, "Fuck, fuck no flyers! Like only in Apocalypse, only mm. in Apocalypse can you bring an Arbus lighter because it's too OP." Cause yeah, it's flying. Like, yeah, we, we rarely like, did either. Rules like <laughs> hit it on sixes. That's the craziest shit I ever seen. <laughs> and then you can only hit like everything on sixes in the next edition. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, exactly. <laughs> No, I don't know. It's like that they feel they're on the battlefield, but they're di so distanced, in a sense. They're like, oh, I have this thing flying around us. You know, you have the the ground troops that are like fighting in close combat, and then you have this thing just mm, <laughs> flying around, shooting something. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Was there anything else about the future uh, for now? Not now. Uh, yeah, I'm going to do an event. But I've been talking about that before, but I'll talk about that later. Okay, that sounds sweet. Sounds sweet. More events from Chodze. Chodze. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right, so now on to Lincoln. Yes, and I think I need a little break just before. All right. Um, so doesn't have to be music. Just just hold your breath, and then I'll be right back. <gasps> All right, uh, Morten is back from his laundry duty. <laughs> <laughs> Washing so. bras and shit. Ugh. God yeah, damn it. For children players. Yeah, yeah, I wish I had my own bras. <laughs> uh, it's a married life for me. All right, so now we're going to talk about Lincoln. Yeah. 
uh, I just went to LinkedIn's Facebook page and uh, saw someone made a video, and I was in a video. Whoa! What, what it was wasn't, it? Wasn't playing 30k because I went there two days earlier. Yeah. And before the 30k event, I played two tournaments in Flames of War and then Team Yankee. Yeah. So the movie was from the Flames of War tournament, and they, oh, shit. the last shot was a perfect frame of my T-34 tanks and my crotch. <laughs> yeah, that's the problem with the wargaming. It's like you take pictures of uh, the, the army and the, the game as it progresses, and at the backdrop, you always have crotches. It's like, yeah. oh, is that, is that Nicholas? Yeah. <laughs> Woohoo! It's the best. Okay, so the the event itself, yeah, because Lincoln is like a big event uh, in Sweden for all kinds of. It's not just um, Warhammer. Big gaming convention. Yeah, is it also like cosplay and all kinds of stuff, right? No, no cosplay. Ah, damn it! God. <laughs> but a lot, of, a lot of different games. Um, so yeah, you you had been there several days. Uh, already yeah. playing other games and then freddy the swede arranged the 30k event i guess there was some 40k going on somewhere but i didn't really see yeah it. they were in another house apparently ah separated ha. from the rest of the event that sounds good <laughs> they know how to treat those <laughs> i didn't even check that out but i went around to check out some other events so they're playing yeah. dust i actually tried dust okay is that the the futuristic yeah. Thing, but it's not futuristic. Yeah, it was, it was like post Second World War, uh, and every vehicle is a walker. This uh, <laughs> is fucking ridiculous. Yeah, is it the one that uh, Jonathan Bach is playing? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, uh, but like it's so fucking retarded. With like everything is a walker, like with <laughs> six legs. Why would you have like every tank chassis on six big fucking mechanical legs? It's the future. <laughs> It's the most optimal way of uh, traveling around. But, but it's fucking not. Like, imagine how slow <laughs> that thing would be. It would, it would work like 10 kilometers per hour. I don't, I don't know, like, how many miles that is. Like, maybe five miles an hour. Have, like, you, what, have you seen a centipede? I would say they're pretty quick. <laughs> fucking stomping around. Imagine trying to, like, make a big fucking pincer movement with, like, an armored <laughs> army. And, like, yeah, yeah, just wait, just wait, like, a week... And maybe I'll get there. I'll have like <laughs> 300 mechanical issues on the way there because these guys are fucking ridiculous. And, they get uh, entangled and stuff. Yeah. And they can't handle snow or they can't handle And, and some mud. of them are just like straight off Second World War vehicles put on fucking mechanical legs. <laughs> fucking ridiculous. And the, the, the flyers are just like balloons with engines. <laughs> it's uh, like uh, the new uh, uh, dwarfs in uh, fantasy. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, trying to be semi-realistic somehow, but failing miserably. Yeah, yeah. I guess if they just would have taken it, you know, I could understand if they want to just make crazy cool stuff. But if they want to try to be realistic, then it doesn't really hold up. I guess. Yeah, like with those small walkers that they had from the beginning that looked yeah. like ATTEs or whatever you call like the mm -hmm. stormtrooper walkers. Those are yeah. cool, and they yeah. make sense like with long legs, like sentinels. Mm -hmm. But if when you fucking take like a, a Sherman tank and slap it on like six legs, then that's. You can't you can't build a tank trap to stop that. 
<laughs> you build a hole, I guess. You just fucking walk up to it and like cut one of the the hydraulic shit <laughs> off with like a, <laughs> a bolt cutter and fuck it up. I would just have like a little bag of beads, beads with me, and just like throw them out, and then they would just slip, slip, and fall over. Burp, burp, burp. Yeah. Uh, what, what else did you check out? Did you say uh, the Lord of the Rings game? Oh, okay. They were playing well, a tournament. But I came there the day before, and I was supposed to go there and see when they played the actual tournament. But I missed yeah. it. it but that sad. seems like a pretty cool community as well. I think. Yeah. And like they had nice terrain, nice armies, and it's a good yeah. game. So that's cool. Maybe they're closer to Horus Heresy because they're also uh, reenacting historical events. You yeah, know? reenacting fake history. Yeah. So yeah. stay true to the fluff. It's not like I have this elephant that I put, you know, uh, a couple of uh, ring rates on, and they're lifting it and up. More like yeah, yeah. Like this is an elephant, but it's actually a model of a giant <laughs> pig. But I think this theme is cooler, so I'm using <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Oh, like, when I went to London, like the London GT, and someone had made like his seven Riptide army and made each Riptide into like a Marvel superhero. What? Like, yeah, it it looks cool, I guess, but it's it's not fucking adherent to team. Like they were like, like Iron Man. And... Yeah, like Iron Man and. Maybe it wasn't. It was like all kinds of superheroes, so like Iron Man, and Batman, and <laughs> Spider Man, like as Riptides. Uh, fuck. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. Were so they... people try and keep yeah. to realistic themes in Lord of the Rings. Yeah. Like people get pissed off when they use like different colors for aisles, which is yeah. good. Like I know I can be like a fucking hobby Nazi in the club <laughs> and like. Fucking bash people for not doing things. Yeah. So I think they should be. We gotta keep a high standard. 30k elitist. We are the SS of the uh, Warhammer. Uh, the games workshop world. Yeah. <laughs> yeah fuck. Uh, like, well, like I, I don't even get mad at 40k players for doing that shit anymore because yeah. it doesn't matter. Like, because you a never lost keep cost. a theme anyway. <laughs> It's a lost cause. Just, yeah. uh, but the the uh, night before uh, it started, we all met up at the Bishop's Arms. Yeah, for the, some beer and food. The pre heresy beer. Yeah, that was which is now a tradition, I guess. Yeah, I, I, lo I love. I it was like, oh, should we meet up and and have beer somewhere? Where should we go? Uh, Bishop's Arms, as always, of course. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> We were there once, <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but then most people voted for that. I, I guess, yeah. yeah, it's very, it's nice to have uh, traditions. <laughs> I went there twice this weekend. I went there after the event as well. Oh. The, the few, the few stragglers who stayed behind. <laughs> uh, but uh, it was cool. I mean, we were a lot of, uh, well, maybe half of the people who were playing came to bishops. Would you say something like that? Yeah. Felt like it was a lot of people. I was hanging out with some cool people like Jens Treff and uh, then this, uh, yeah, Eric, who holds 30K Sweden, of course. Uh, and he had brought the surprise guest, which was Jonathan back, uh, who wasn't unfortunately back for 30K. He was playing Dust. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But he was there. He was cool. Uh, there were a lot of cool guys. I like, uh, yeah, J Jimmy, b both Jimmys were there. Jimmy from. Uh, from your neighborhoods? Yeah, 
I, I, I don't know. I, I voted for him for best board or something. Yeah. Uh, but and I, I think... didn't remember his name, so I just uh, wrote Forrest Jimmy. <laughs> oh, that's a good one. The, the other Jimmy, of course, is the Emperor's Children player who painted 30 cacophony guys in like three days. Well, not really, but like he is fast. Uh, no, I love, and then uh, so we were sitting at one table, and then more people came. Then you came, and you didn't fit, so I, I switched. And then uh, you and I ended up with uh, Jody and Freddie and some more people. Yeah. And then there was some jumping around. We were, yeah, I think yeah. Freddie was complaining like fuck about like eighth edition with armor <laughs> facings for yeah. the entire time I was sitting at that table. Uh, pretty much, pretty much, and then it was all for nothing because. We didn't get eighth edition anyway, so so, but it was it was cool. It was uh, it was good. I met uh, uh, Henrik Ustermann there. We uh, I I just I didn't know him knew him before, but I knew that I was gonna play against him. So we were like we locked our eyes and we're like, mm, you you're going down tomorrow. And then it turned out that we were the only people staying at the same hotel. Uh, so we we're like, okay, let's just. Let's. Can I walk you home? <laughs> uh, he was a really, really nice guy. I'm gonna call him um, Henrik Cheese because Ust is cheese in Swedish. That's not what his last <laughs> cheese name. Man. Yeah, cheese, cheese, man. I don't think his army was that cheese, but it's just fun too. He was playing Iron Hands, right? Yeah, and he had a armored beer breakthrough. What is it called? I'm mixing them together. Is it armored breakthrough? Armor, armored. Or spread it beer strike. head strike assault. I don't know. <laughs> Something like that. Yeah, yeah. I'll I'll be back with that because that was my first game. Uh, but anyway, uh, yeah. And then we got. I guess that's where well, we had a lot of beers and we stayed yeah. pretty late. But then yeah, fuck yeah. I was, I, was, uh, I was staying at my cousin's place and I was touring yeah. the bike. Then I I had like two beers. So yeah. When I got out, I was like. Salons Berusad. Like, a tiny bit tipsy. Mildly in intoxicated. <laughs> yeah, but, like, then I saw, like, down the street, I saw, like, a police car coming, and, like, I was thinking, shit, did they see me coming out from the bar? Maybe they're thinking I'm drunk. Maybe they're going to stop me. Yeah. It's illegal to bike when you're drunk. And then, like, I was turning left, and then, like, a another police car came from that side. And it's like, fuck, what do I do? What do I do? And then, like, before I knew it, I, I had ran into, like, a fucking pole, like, where, like, a we crossed the street and across. <laughs> I ran straight into it. That's my nice. Hand. Still like injured. Um, uh, trying to keep cool and sober yeah. in front of the police. He's <laughs> <laughs> fucking smashed into a. Oh, was it your good uh, dice rolling hand as well? Yeah, of course it was. It's like, oh fuck, I can't roll luck. dice. Did did the police say anything? No. Oh <laughs> shit. <laughs> <laughs> Poor, poor man. Perfect start. Yeah. Uh, and then we got to the venue, which was a bit nicer this year than last year. I mean, because the rooms were... We had more space, I guess, a little. A yeah, and uh, it, there were no south-facing windows in that room. So we didn't yeah. the heating sun on us. It was Because it was probably one of the year's warmest days so far. It was awesome weather all weekend but uh, in that room it was okay it was nice and cool we had mm -hmm. two rooms uh, a lot of tables in each 
and two double table doubles tables, I think. Yeah, they had to do two, and then there were some dropouts and stuff like that. So, but uh, Freddie set us up. There, there were a lot of rules to remember for this event, I think, because first of all, it's Shadow War, so you can, and we had another uh, detachment. We had the Raider det- detachment, so people's armies were a bit. Uh, diff- uh, what do you say? Uh, different mm-hmm. from usual, right? Yeah. And the missions in the Shadow War, and you have some roll-offs and stuff like that. It's uh, and then we got some extra cards from Freddy with some, uh, I don't know, rule rules. Yeah, like uh, from, from Second Edition. You oh yeah, tactical cards that you can play during yeah. the game, before the game. And then. The, and then we had uh, extra cards that Freddy just went around like, here you go, you get some bonuses. And on top of that, there were the uh, uh, NPCs, the, the characters of the Lincoln system that jumped around. First of all, I want to say that uh, like we had matchups from before, like a week before, but then he changed them up before he started playing because yeah. like, there were too many people playing, people that they know. Yeah, that was a bit sad in a, in, a, in a way. Did you? But did you manage to call a grudge or something? Uh, or, or did you uh, just? I was ra- gonna play against Kevin, the the world leader player for my club. Ah, and then I ended up playing against Jens instead. Oh, that's nice. That's cool. Pod uh, versus Pod. It and uh, humiliating. <laughs> yeah, I guess we should jump into your first game. Uh, for the people out there, if you want to hear Jen's point of view on this game, you can listen to it on the Varangian Heresy podcast. Uh, no, Jen- Heresy. no, but uh, Jens was actually oh. on the Varangian talking All about right. this. I'm not sure if the Northern Heresy is doing a Lincoln episode or not. I haven't seen one yet, but I haven't checked uh, lately, so I'm right. not sure. But I go on- to, go to yeah. Varangian and hear me getting fucking whipped yeah. <laughs> from another point of view as well. Yeah, but from your point of view, uh, starting off, like, uh, just once again, quickly, your army and then Jen's army, maybe, for the audience. So I had my three Proteuses, five-man Terminator, ten-man Medusa Immortals, three Predators, five-plus Bikers. Hmm. Centurion, that's it. Gorgons. Yeah, Gorgon Terminators. Uh, Jens had his Night Lord's Recon Company. Kind of dairy verse units, like some jump inventory, lots of scouts, two speeders, contemptor dreadnought, fuck that dreadnought, and a <laughs> lightning strike fighter. And that's pretty much it. Uh, and a terror squad, I think. So, like, first of all, we had to roll on the Shadow War thing, and uh, whoever won that decided to be the attacker or the defender. Which and- was usually quite. Important, right? In, in these yeah, missions, especially in this first mission, because it was fucking impossible as an attacker. <laughs> well, you say not. apparently, yeah. the, like Freddy said later, that almost half of the attackers won anyway. Yeah, it felt I, fucking I, impossible. Yeah, I, I also thought so. But uh, how, and and the roll off, you get bonuses and uh... yeah, depending on your faction and your unit selections. So yeah. Iron Hands get nothing, like but no minus. Uh, yeah. Either uh, night lords get plus one, and then you get plus one if you have a vigilator, which Jens had, and then you get plus one if you have recon marines, which Jens had. So you got so the ma- maximum. That was the yeah. maximum, I guess. So you roll like uh, uh, seven plus three, and I roll a natural ten. So yeah. I had to re roll, and then he won, and he said that I'm the attacker. So the mission was that the attacker 
scored points for each turn that they start with a scoring units in the enemy deployment zone. Yeah. And I just like noticed when we started the game that I only have one scoring unit. Because when I take my Medusa and Immortals as elites, they are no longer scoring. Ah! <laughs> so, so wait, uh, what were your scoring units? Uh, my Gorgon Terminators. Ah, oh, okay, shit. Um, yeah, and that was it. So, uh, and of course, he said that I should attack. <laughs> and just as we were about to start the game, uh, Freddy came by and gave Jens a Thanatar. Like, come on! Oh, okay, because that was one of the missions, like, you put it on the center and you have a Magos that tries to reach it, reach yeah. it or something, and then you get control of it or something. Exactly. So, yeah, that's pretty tough, but um, he was supposed to be on the defensive side, so then maybe he had to start moving forward towards, towards yeah. the Thanatar. So, the deployment-wise, I deployed... I, I, I got Master Tactician as Warlord Trade, so I could re locate one unit after deployment and shit. Mm -hmm. So deployed like the land raiders to the middle, predators to the right, and bikes to the left. Then he deployed pretty evenly across this side. Then I redeployed my bikers uh, to the right side. Mm -hmm. uh, and then scouted my land raiders. And the plan was to just advance my land raiders into his deployment to like let out my troops to score, or my troop. Uh, and in the first turn, destroy his Contemptor Dreadnought, and I also had this card that said that he couldn't charge me turn one with a unit. Oh, yeah. But apparently that card was for his entire army couldn't charge, but I didn't read that closely. Okay. <laughs> uh, so, like, uh, I roll up, I shoot his Contemptor Dreadnought, I do one glancing hit and one penetrating hit, and the penetrating hit does shaken. Ah. Uh, and then I move up with my bikers. I charge his scouts with my bikers. I yeah. don't I don't win the combat, but we're locked in combat. And in his turn one, his contemptor moves up and makes a nine inch charge into my land raider squadron. I was like, oh, <laughs> it's not that bad. And then he's like, Alright, I'm hitting now with my chain fist. Oh shit, he's got chain fist. Alright. That's not that bad. He like might destroy one, maybe make it immobilized. Yeah. And then he rolls his like five attacks, four hits, three penetrating hits, and then he said, <sighs> And after three sixes, and then he rolls three sixes. Oh, come on. So, since so your entire squadron just blows yeah, up. Yeah, since they're a squadron, oh. all of them fucking died. Did you have to take them as a squadron in this mission? I mean, for like, I, I, in the sense of the, the, the detachment? Uh, yeah, like in Raider Detachment, you can only have two heavy supports. Ah, oh, okay. So, one yeah. of them is my Predator Squadron, one of them is my Land Raider Squadron. And the reason okay. I have them in a squadron hmm. is because they get Tank Hunter, which is yeah. they can all scout. That is pretty sweet. I mean, it's usually good. The... It's usually good, but this time, <laughs> like everything that Ryan Kimmel from Raider Fistman has like warned me off, when I was <laughs> talking about squadrons, like, yeah, but the damage spills over. And I'm like, what do you mean the damage spills over? It never fucking spills over. <laughs> and look at me now, like a fucking schmuck. Oh, God damn it. Like, oh. And that's pretty much the game. I really like Jens. Uh, is it his Vigilator or someone else? The, the guy who based off the Blood Angels Astra the Grim or something? Oh, yeah. Is I that his... Smashed him up, though. Oh, is, is it? That. 
Like, is it his Praetor or something? Uh, it was a console, I think. Oh, okay. So, like, my Gorgons got out and my Medicine Immortals got out because, like, their fucking vehicles exploded. And then yeah. he charged my Medicine Immortals with his uh, Assault Marine uh, unit, including that Astro... Astro... What's his name? Ass guy. Astroth or something. Yeah. He charged those guys. Uh, didn't kill them because Medusa Rolls are actually tough as fuck. Yeah. Um, and then I charged with my Terminators and fucking smashed him up. <laughs> I love my Gorgon Terminators. They're like fucking gorillas. Just yeah. Smashing shit up. <laughs> like the Soul Marine unit, their Apothecary and his HQ, and then they went on to smash a Scout Squad, and then they went on to smash his Vigilator. And. <laughs> In turn five, they scored one point for being in his deployment zone. Oh, shit. They and even like, managed to do that. Yeah. And his Damn. entire army was shooting at him all the fucking time. But I was oh. fucking feeling the pain on Terminators. is so yeah. badass. But then, because he was the defender, he got one point per unit killed or something, yeah. right? Like it, it, it ended, and you got points for uh, duels as well. And some other oh. So... It ended up nineteen four. <laughs> Ouch! But if he, your squadron is that worth one point if he yeah. kills it? Oh, that's 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 good for you then. It's also a pro about squadrons. Mm-hmm. Getting three explode result is a definite con though. Mm. <laughs> uh, so yeah, this is pretty much my first game. It's a pretty cool army he's got, and and his scouts are in scout armor, right? Yeah. But they, like their sergeant is, is in artificial armor. Ah, wh- what are those? Go. What are those models based off? Are they like in- Inquisitor? No, they are they scouts. No, they're just regular scouts. They're oh, the fuck. old metal scouts. Ah, he got some from me actually. So I think it's because they are. He painted them so pale with, on their faces. I think or something. Oh, yeah. Because uh, I was looking at the pictures. Cool. Yeah, I really like Jens's army. It's really cool. Yeah, well made and it's fucking badass team. I love, I love that thing. Like I do that for several games, like Planes War as well. You just take like a, a shitty, a shitty basic idea, like a concept, or like not not a team, but like the list itself. Yeah. Because if you say like Recon Company, then people are gonna think it's shit. But then just do the best you can from mm. something bad, and then it's gonna be so fun to play. And yeah. when you win, like people are. Never gonna call you Black Fire for winning with scouts. Yeah, <laughs> that's a really, really cool army, and it, uh, that really fits perfectly with this uh, campaign. I mean, it's supposed yeah. to be Shadow War, so it's... Shadow War and Night Lords are fucking perfect for it. And Jens built his army with that in mind, which is yeah, really cool. that's really cool. Respect. I'm not sure. I haven't listened, so I don't know how he did in his in the rest of his games. Uh, if he won more of them or not, but uh, yeah, I don't know. yeah. Listen to the Varangian or possibly Northern Heresy uh, for that. <laughs> uh, so for my first game, I, I was a bit uh, whiny because it was like, uh, I, I'm supposed to play against Henrik Cheese, man. <laughs> why? <laughs> why? I don't want to reshuffle. So I, then uh, Freddy was like, oh, anyone has some grudges? So I just ran up. Oh, I really hate that uh, Cheese guy. I want to play him. <laughs> so we, we, we got to play anyway. So we were both happy, like, yeah, we get to play. And then I realized that he was bringing like the... Yeah, the armored breakthrough list or something. The just tons of tanks, and I was mostly infantry, so it was like, oh, it's gonna be interesting. Uh, but then suddenly, two more dudes show up, and we're like, what the hell are you doing at our table? 
because it was an eight by four, not a six by four. And they're like, this is a doubles table now. <gasps> so, yeah. Uh, and then the way we deployed, I actually ended up most, I don't think I interacted hardly anything with uh, Henrik. Uh, I, instead, I got to play uh, Andre, who had his uh, Raven Guard. Um, oh, is I, the guy, the one, the best painter? Yes, it is. Uh, Andre Dominguez, I think is his name. Uh, and I got teamed up with the Death Guard player, who I can't remember what his name was, but he, which bothers me because he was awesome to have on the team. <laughs> we were both pretty relaxed and like, well, how is this going to go? I don't know. But I think uh, we actually, they, they were the attackers. So we thought, ah, we're going to win this for sure. Because as you said, the, the mission seemed very much... Uh, e much more easy for the defender. We just had to kill stuff and they had to get their scoring guys into our deployment zone. Uh, so I had uh, my list was like uh, Praetor with the uh, uh, Palatine Blades in a drop pod in a Dreadclaw uh, and I had uh, Cacophony Marines I had a Plasma Support Squad in a Rhino and then I had Assault Marines as well as a normal contemptor with a curious and then I had some cultists, cultists and ogrins and a force commander. So the circus stuff, the crazy, the cultists. Uh, and uh, my friend, the Death Guard player, he had Typhon. Um, or is it Typhus? Typhus. Uh, Typhon. Typhon, I think. It's yeah. Ah, oh, yeah. Yeah, that's true. Uh, with some Death Shroud, so cool scythe dudes. Uh, they were in a Land Raider. Then he had Grave Wardens in a Spartan. He had a Sikoran, normal Sikoran, with lots of guns on it. Uh, two Quad Mortars, a Contemptor with dual carries. I'm not sure if it was a Mortis or not. And then he had some uh, Missile Launcher guys. Possibly also with the Siege Breaker. Yeah, I think so. Uh, so pretty heavy. He, his army was pretty heavy. <laughs> uh, and he basically ended up on one side. So he had to face uh, Henrik Cheese. <laughs> uh, and his army was um, the Seer. I guess he had a, he also had a regular Sikoran as his HQ. with like a tank commander in it. And then he had a lot, like, yeah, three Predators. I can't remember if all of them were in the same squadron or not. I don't dare to say that. They had last cannon sponsors and stuff. Uh, he had w two uh, <laughs> Vindicator. No, yeah, Vindicator tanks. Uh, with the Demolisher cannons. <laughs> then he had two Rhinos with just tactical squads in them. And then he had three uh, box uh, Dreadnoughts. <laughs> which is pretty awesome. So very heavily armored. <laughs> uh, and then on my side, I had to face the Raven Guard. And they had like four rhinos, each with a nasty unit. I think they were some of them more Dathan and some tactical uh, veterans, I think they were. Yeah, they were veterans because they had, you know, lots of plasma and uh, combi meltas and all kinds of shit. And then there were a big unit also, Korax and the uh, Death Strike, or, you know, the jump guys with oh, yeah. uh, It's pretty fucking uh, scary. That's cool. They're um, using uh, like the special units. Yeah, and um, so so I thought like, oh, that's a a lot of rhinos. Uh, how is this gonna work? And I think 
possibly that they were all scoring. I think all of these units in Rhinos were scoring or something like that. Uh, mainly, uh, yeah, so on my side, uh, the, the Raven Guard came at me and, you know, they could infiltrate and scout and stuff. So they were, they were in, in my shit from turn one and they started scoring straight away. Uh, and on that side also, we had, you know, I don't know, when you play doubles, it's like, okay, well, I guess I deploy here and then you deploy there. So it's like, and then it's a one versus one on two sides anyway. And very little interaction, or at least we had. Uh, I he placed his uh, death guard uh, sick around at my side, and that got blown up turn one, and my contemptor got blown up turn one, and um, yeah, it was pretty tough from there. I, trying to push push them back, because uh, yeah, he he got his rhinos with a lot of scoring at my side, so they they started getting points quite quickly. On the death guard side, I think it was a bit more like a gunfight. Because, um, like all the tanks were just fighting up, firing up, and the Death Guard struggled to try to destroy the uh, the Sikaran. I think it survived with one hold point, and then the then instead his Spartan died, and his quad mortars died, and his missile launchers died. <laughs> so he had to get out with his grave wardens, and uh, in the end, Hendrik also managed to get some of his tacticals over to score. Uh, so it was tough. I mean, we tried to kill easy picks like rhinos to get points. Uh, but it was it was pretty tough. Well, also it was kind of nice because uh, in my uh, cultist list I have uh, the, the sergeant is uh, a girl who is based on Becca, Becca the opera singer, you know, from the books. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then Freddie came by and like gave me this special card. Was like, here you go. And then oh, uh, blessed by Fulgrim or something. <laughs> One of your characters get like this psychic scream thing, and I'm like, oh shit, yeah, she got upgraded. <laughs> gonna scream yeah, and kill all your guys now and uh, then the others counter that by <laughs> dropping like a strafing run straight onto my oh. cultist i just killed her straight away it was kind of sad so i didn't get to use it uh my cultist took a lot of damage but uh, they survived for quite a long time um basically like yeah his rhinos got up and then i charged them with uh, my assault marines who had the uh, melt bombs and my ogrins so they just tore apart some rhinos and then Korax was slowly getting closer, but then my cultists, which had rending, charged another rhino to try to stop it. And I fucking, I think I had, I don't know, I had shitloads of hit attacks and shitloads of hits. I think on, with 24 hits, I didn't manage to roll a single six to rend it. So I didn't take any hull points off, or at least... No, I think I think it was down to one hole point or something, and I couldn't finish it off <sighs> because my my cacophony dudes they were pretty good against light tanks like that. They could shoot stuff, but ah, uh. so cultists uh, didn't perform well. And then basically, all the guys in the rhinos, which had scary guns, they came out and they killed my assault marines and my ogrins pretty quickly. And then Korax came up the middle and just yeah. Slay, killed everything. My cultists, he killed them. Surprise, surprise. And then I had my cacophony guys and the plasma support guys. Oh, wait, did, did your cultists kill Korax? No, no, no. no. The Korax uh, killed my cultists. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, uh, and then my, I had my cacophony and plasma support, which was trying to kill Korax and his dudes advancing, but I just couldn't because they were, you know, making all kinds of saves and stuff. So we were... And I have dropped my own drop pod in my deployment to try to countercharge with my uh, Palatine Blades. 
but and at the same time we had a land raider of uh, death shrouds there they were all you know come together waiting for Korax to strike but then Korax and everyone they just killed yeah, they killed everything. I, I managed, you know, I did a counterattack with my Palatine Blades, but Korax just killed them all before I could even strike, which was, uh, it was a massacre. So in the end, I don't think they, we didn't have time that they could wipe us, but they actually, they scored more points. It was pretty even, because, I mean, as I said, it was easier to be the defender. We just had to kill rhinos and stuff, but uh, they, they managed to, to uh, score more points in the end. So, yeah, they won, sadly. <laughs> All right. Uh, Yeah. Even though they attacked. Yeah, even though it was uh, pretty impressive. Uh, They had, I guess, the the four scoring guys in the Rhinos were really effective on this this mission. But, uh, ah, damn it. We should have stopped them. I don't know. It was tough. (laughs) Yeah, I really wish I had some scoring units for this mission. Yeah. Uh, and then it was lunchtime, and we got both uh, good and bad news. And then after lunch, who did you fight next? Then I played a double game with another Iron House player that I haven't seen before. Uh, and I played okay. against uh, Kevin, the world leader player from my club. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I always seem to play against. Mm-hmm. And uh, Matthias, uh, one of the three guys uh, doing BSK. Oh shit! Nicholas and Eric. Yeah, well, yeah, he was there. I I haven't really talked to him much, but I guess I think I know who who that was. Did he have yeah. like a, a, a shirt which said had like a newspaper I thing? On he has it? a beard and he plays Iron Warriors. Yeah, I guess I guess I know who was that. Uh, did, I wonder if you played on the table. Did you play on the the super nice table or the other? Doubles table. <laughs> uh, I don't know which one you mean. Like I played on like it was two four by four mats with the uh, game mat terrain. Yeah. Well, uh, I mean, it, it, then it wasn't uh, Freddy's super nice one. The oh big no, one. it wasn't the virtual one. Yeah. Uh, that I think you played on my. So I was kind of excited for this game. Like, oh, cool, two versus two, and then uh, you play pretty aggressively. Plus, yeah. Or at least like rock up and just shoot shit and get shit done. And then, so, so wait, who was on your team? Uh, an Iron Hands player. Another Iron, Iron Hands. Yeah. Uh, what did he bring? Um, like, uh, oh shit, I can't remember. He had. Like, a I'm going to, it, it, it wasn't Henrik at least. On jet bikes, no. And. Ah, uh, oh, he was um, the one with the the fucking <laughs> freighters on yeah, jet bikes. The, the evil twins. Uh, like, uh, I can't nasty. really remember what he had. I just, I'm like, going through my pictures here. I'm trying to find him. Uh, but like we were playing against Matthias and Kevin, so they were yeah. playing World Leaders, Iron Warriors. It's a good combo, Battle Brothers, and all. So like I deployed pretty aggressively and had like this perfect plan, mm-hmm. and then they seized the initiative. Mm. And uh, the World Leader player, Kevin. He had like a shitload of assault marines and they just fucking jumped forward and assaulted my predators around one and the iron warriors destroyed a land raider and immobilized another one so there, there was only one left in the middle <sighs> that couldn't move because there was terrain all around so like i was pretty much out of the game turn one. Oh, what about your your friendly iron hand did he 
Yeah, he Man. got some shit done, but yeah? like, I got pretty much sidelined for the rest of the game. And uh, I, what was the the mission? Do you remember? Was it just kill points? Yeah, just kill points. Mm. And I, I got so fucking grumpy. Like it was kind of bad of me for <laughs> the other players, like at least for Matthias, because I play against Kevin a lot, and yeah? like, I know Kevin, and we can like, joke around and do shit because we're friends. <laughs> but I haven't like met Matthias that much before, so it's kind of dickish of me to just like sit sit on the side and be grumpy but i i, I could do nothing because i had nothing left to move oh i'm just looking at just to give a quick it seems that they had a spartan with uh terminators right they were not yeah. organs yeah, uh regular two, ones. two veterans in rhinos or yeah two scorpius tanks oh yeah or, uh, and a yeah. contemptor mortis or something Yep. But what about the, the were they praetors uh, with thunder hammers or what? What did they have? The uh, these paragon blades. Okay, and they were on jet bikes, so they were like toughness six, two plus. Uh, yeah, toughness six and shooting at least. Oh yeah, yeah. Holy shit, that's nasty. I wonder. Yeah. Okay, so it seems you had a tough, tough game. Yeah, and it was like it was the second game in a row where I kind of lost turn one, so I got fucking a bit too pissed for <laughs> like what I should have been. Uh, yeah, I guess that combined with playing tournaments for three days in a row, it's a bad combo. <laughs> still not an excuse for me acting like a fucking bitch. <laughs> I'm looking at Kevin's, Kevin's guys. I like that he's going slowly for more red. Yeah, he's got one, one squad, like Mark V, that are like red and white, and the rest of them are blue and white. Yeah, and it's yeah. It's really funny, because like, those red ones, he's just like totally careless about. He's fucking, <laughs> like, the other ones, he can move like around tactically, but the red ones, he just fucking rushes forward <laughs> to the closest enemy. <laughs> and he only has, is it like three squads of assault marines that he brings? Yeah, three squads of 15 assault marines. Holy shit. Carries, yeah. Uh, a Praetor with dual power fists. <laughs> and, uh, a dread claw with a dread down him. Nice. Ah, uh, yeah. This that's a pretty fucking cool theme, actually. Yeah, I love it. Uh, I I didn't really think about it much at the day, but I think yeah, they. Now that I think more about them, they're really a good candidate for uh, for best uh, theme, kind of. Yeah. The only problem is that Kevin, you're a lazy fucker, and you need to get your shit done. He's really good at painting, but they're not all 100% painted. Like, he's almost yeah. painted everything, but like, some of the misses are missing eyes painted and shit. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, like, I believe in you, Kevin. And you can get this done. You can do it. I, I mean, uh, it was nice. I, we will return to the different uh, price prices and categories, but like, but there, w there was one category that wasn't just painted, it was more like the feel of the entire army, uh, yeah. which I think is kind of cool. Um, I'm trying to find your friendly Iron Hand player to see what he had. I'm not sure if I can find his army. In my pick, the pictures I have. Um, he didn't have. Did he have Tyrant Siege Terminators? By any chance? Nicholas, uh, what do you mean, the, the uh, Iron Warriors player? Oh yeah, the Iron Warriors. Sorry, yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, Tyrant Siege Terminators, uh, a quad last thing, mm. a bunch of tacticals, and two dreadnoughts, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe I have him here. I don't know. Yeah, okay. So, so I take it that you lost the game. Yes, but <laughs> we only lost it slightly because of the kill points, and my teammate actually did some shit. Yeah. Sounds so, pr pretty yeah. cool. Uh, I, I well, I didn't I didn't fare much better than you in my <laughs> in my second game. I had to face uh, space wolves uh, with Emil down from Malmo. He's a cool dude, but he's from the oh, Malmo yeah. meta, so it's tough. <laughs> tough lists from down there. <laughs> uh, this this was fun because I never played space wolves before, and he had a drop fucking drop pod army coming down from the skies. <laughs> So it's like two or maybe three regular drop pods with just dudes in them. And uh, then he had a Dreadclaw with like super squad of Lehman Russ. Say again, what the hell? Another fucking Primark? Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's like I just failed to fight Korax and now I have to fight Lehman Russ. And I think something like he said something like they had to have three... HQ units or something? Yeah, ah, uh, space rules, depending on how many points they have, right? So if it's... Oh yeah, you have to have an HQ for each thousand points, like a yeah. or a centurion. But if you're over 1,999, which we were at 2,000, then you have to have three HQs. Yeah. And Lehman Russ doesn't count towards that, which is so <laughs> fucked up. So... With Lehman Russ, he had three centurions. One of them were like one of these wolf priest stuff, you know, some, <laughs> I think, apothecary and chaplain thing. Uh, they were pretty badass. They had a banner. They had lots of power axes and frost weapons. And ah, and they were in a dreadclaw. Uh, and I think I'm looking at his army. Yeah, he must have had three different uh, squads, just normal squads in uh, drop pods as well. And a lightning fire, strike fighter, uh, the flyer thing with Kraken penetrators. Ouch. So um, for this mission, he was going to start. That's fucking yeah. harsh list. That's pretty harsh. Uh, he was going to start, and we had to put things in reserve, which was no problem for him because he did that anyway. But I had to like put out a few units uh, in, uh, in my deployment zone. So I, I just took one of the, the corners. And then I also got uh, designated like um, uh, the iterator, one of the NPCs, which is like a cool guy who is an iterator, uh, which was worth like a lot of points if he survived. I'm not sure if I was supposed to deliver him to the other side. But... Yeah, I think you were supposed to go to the, the enemy table edge and you got a lot of points for it. Yeah, yeah. But at least I didn't want them to kill him. So... I put him with my cacophony dudes in the back, and then I put a big blob of cultists in front to try to stop like the yeah the drop pods from coming too close. Uh, and then I had the um, ogrins also just on the table. And I think yeah, I had my assault marines were also on the table. But then he his first turn he dropped in uh, Lehman Russ and his dudes. They just land pretty close in the dreadclaw. Don't get out, just sit there. Another drop pod drops out and. Just the tactical squad gets out, shoot the shit out of my my assault marines. I think it killed 
almost all of them, like all but two or something. It was insane. I, I rolled insanely bad, I think, for this mission. Uh, then, to put further injury, he had that card that you talked about, like, I couldn't assault him. Oh, which was fuck so fucking... Card. And, and I, he, he felt really bad for playing it, but he was like, yeah, sorry, I got this. <laughs> so my Ogrins, which all have power access and could just eat through his tactical squad, they are standing like two inches away, and they can't assault first turn. Oh, yeah. uh, and I didn't get any... Well, my drop pod came in, and I just... Like, my Dreadclaw, so I put it close to his Dreadclaw, and just, like, waiting to countercharge. Uh, and then I shot with my cacophony dudes on his, uh, I think I killed some tacticals, but you know, not that many. Uh, then he had his second turn and his tactical squad got insanely lucky and they rapid fired and killed three ogrins in one turn. I, uh, I mean, because that's, they're, they're only wounding on fives, which I guess isn't that bad. But then, I mean, I, I only have a six or five up armor. So they ignore the armor save, and then I had a six up uh, invulnerable, I think. Or no, feel no pain because of my uh, providence. But I couldn't f- save them, so like nine wounds just, ouch, just... <laughs> uh, th- that sucked. Uh, <laughs> and then Lehman Russ and his guys got out, and they charged my cultists because they were in the way. And uh, then my force commander, the troop leader, the, the ringmaster... He challenged uh, Lehman Russ for some glory <laughs> and got his head bitten off, basically, by <laughs> Primark. Just did to- yeah, threw it him away. Like that list kind of feels like just when you look at it, your thing is, I'm going to get fucked. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty much. But I mean, uh, I don't know if I should have spread out because it wouldn't really. Then it could have just killed my the iterator easily, more easily. If I could have countercharged that first turn, I think I could have easily. You know, removed some of his units, um, but I mean, because of this, I had my Palatine blades who could help the cultists. They could get out and you know assault Demon Russ. Or wait, no wait. I guess no wait. That was second turn, so it didn't really matter. Uh, but um, yeah, the cultists were just wiped out. Uh, then my my Praetor and my Palatine blades got out and charged Demon Russ, but I I couldn't really kill him either. I did pretty well. I managed to survive, I think, a turn, but then he killed me with them as well. Um, and uh, fuck, what happened? I think, yeah, my, I think my plasma squad also came on in this corner and just, you know, tried to rapid fire and kill Lehman Russ because I think he was on his own, but I couldn't, I couldn't kill him. Uh, so they were, then they were wiped. I think, uh, that, 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 I think that's like the only chance you had to kill Lehman Russ. Yeah, yeah, they were more. my dedicated. Plus, uh, Primark killers, but no, they couldn't. And then my cacophony dudes were wiped out, and the iterator, the iterator actually, with his plasma gun, uh, plasma pistol, wounded Lehman Russ. <laughs> Fucking awesome guy. I love that guy. Um, but they were wiped out, so I failed to protect the iterator. Then I had a card that said I could bring back a squad uh, from reserve. So I just, oh, well, I take my cacophony dudes and I bring them back. But they had to be 24 inches away of his guys, so that's why I didn't. I, I can just put, you know, a plasma squad straight back in his face or something. So I put back the uh, cacophony dudes, and I tried to shoot at his um, one of his tactical squads. I don't know, you know, they have more drop pods are coming in, uh, <laughs> and 
you know, so ten dudes come back and they shoot, but because of gets hot, five of them die. Yeah. <laughs> Half the squad just die because of because they're sonic weapons. I, I guess they get, you know, tinnitus or something. They just <laughs> blow their eardrums out or ah, uh, so fucking bad. I rolled terribly in this game. I guess my dice had already given up. They saw Lima Russell and were like, oh, no, no way. Um, it was really hilarious. I, I think uh, I'm going to take, you know, I, I'm going to take green stuff and I'm going to model earmuffs on all of the Krofny dudes to cover their ears. This pink earmuffs. Because I think that's the only way I can survive. So yeah, at this point, it's, I'm, I'm pretty fucked. <laughs> I, I didn't stand a chance really, but um, so so when did you did you play the entire game or were you wiped or what? I think he managed to wipe me out. Yeah, I think okay. so. Yeah, because uh, I, I was gonna give up, but then for the sake of uh, how many victory points you can get, uh, oh, I, yeah. we played on so that he could have a chance of winning. <laughs> best, uh, <laughs> uh, it was yeah, it was pretty harsh, but that was my second game. Yay! All right. <laughs> How about your third and last game? What uh, what was? Do you remember the mission? Was it? Uh, it was the yeah. crazy one with uh, radioactivity and shit. Yeah, it was crazy radioactivity and like the table was the diagonal deployment. Yeah. It was really yep. fucking annoying to measure up, <laughs> and uh, the objective was to to have scoring units in each of the, the zones. Yeah. Like your deployment, no man's land, and the enemy deployment. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yeah, you get it, points it, at the end for having scoring units, and you have like crazy points like two for your own, five in the middle, and seven for the enemy deployment. Yeah, pretty intense. A lot yeah. of lot of points there. And like the problem is, I only had one scoring unit, so <laughs> I really had to use some good. And it was the same thing, yeah, I could only deploy half of your army first. Mm hmm. So I deployed like my land raiders, my predators, and he deployed like ten siege tyrants. Oh yeah, I was playing Frederick, which I like always play at every event. Ah, oh, I think I know who that is. Mister Plastic Fantastic. <laughs> uh, so he plays Iron Warriors, and he has a shitload of infantry. Yeah. So uh, he deployed ten siege tyrants, his predator, and a dreadnought, and I had my tanks pretty much. And he had some pretty mediocre shooting first turn. I think he destroyed a predator, and that was it. And then I fired back, and my plasma predator always fucks him up when we play. Because <laughs> he has so much infantry and terminators. Yeah. Uh, and they were standing like on two stories, so I got like so many on the template. He just almost wiped him off instantly. Ouch. I shot him in the last cans as well. Yeah. So it was going really good at first. And then he came on with like a shitload of reserves, like an outflanking veteran squad in my deployment, uh, two Terminator squads walking on, and a, a tactical squad as well. Mm. Uh, and they were all scoring, so I pretty much had to wipe out his scoring units. Ooh. But, oh, uh, yeah, that's so it's like you, you kill the shitload of infantry, and then just the, the same amount comes on. Yeah, <laughs> you can't see the difference. Uh, but I had such, such few scoring units, and like my medicine moles just had to walk through radiation, and just shot and were killed <laughs> by shit blood stuff. And yeah, because end, we, we should say that randomly radiation was uh, 
placed on the it was like scattering over the board yeah, and it, you got to place one each each turn and then you scatter them 3d6 and they was it six inches or 12 inches 12 you get? if you start within 12 you go down one toughness and your armor value goes down one <sighs> so that's fucking harsh yeah so like i got out with my terminators to shoot at his terminators and failed miserably and got charged and killed ouch and my Medusa Morals were on the other flank shooting and eventually charged his tacticals and his terminators mm-hmm. and just held them up for the rest of the game. But since they weren't scoring and like the tacticals were scoring and there were still like three dudes left then, ah. and I couldn't uh, what's it called? Like, deny them or? Yeah, I couldn't deny them. I oh wait, score. so even if you're locked in combat they still score? Yeah, so they scored oh, like that the center field and got five points. And his veterans were uncontested on my deployment behind some cover and scored seven points. And my oh. terminators got fucked in close combat. And those terminators, they killed him. There was like two left with chain fists. He yeah. just went on to massacre my land raiders. Oh. Like they were walking and then like they charged my land raider and immobilized it. And that's the worst result. <laughs> I, I couldn't shoot him. And like my other stuff, I couldn't place the, the plasma blast on him because then I would hit my own tank. Even though yeah. I can't hurt it, I can't shoot at it. Oh, is that illegal? Yeah. Ah, yeah. oh, shit. So, like, his terminus just walked on and killed my land raiders. <laughs> I think I lost that game by uh, 12-2 in the end. Oh, ouch. Yeah, I guess the points varied a lot. Because you could yeah. get so many in the... But it's still Ouch. a great game. Like, yeah. I, I couldn't score, but it was still a really fun game to play. And also, it's, I, it's not easy to say, like, oh, you, oh, so you must suck if you lost by that many points. But because it doesn't really tell that story, it could be really close, but someone just managed to get seven points more than yeah, the other. That's I a lot. I read of... the player pack and the missions to see what kind of missions it was. Because yeah. I had got the idea that Shadow War was pretty much just every mission was some kind of kill point and just. Uh, Scoring units doesn't really matter because we're having elites, shit like that. Uh, yeah, but I was wrong. I was so wrong because <laughs> two out of three missions was about scoring. Yeah, and you should have lots of units because two out of three missions was also that you could only start with half of your army. Mm. Yeah, I, I had at least understood it that like a lot of small units would be cool, but uh, I think I, I think I had three scoring units. Yeah, but um, I I managed in my last game I played a guy from your club Arvid Arvid. Oh, yeah. uh, he was really cool. He brought Mechanicum. Yeah. Uh, really cool. Yeah. Uh, what a, what is this? Phonicus. Oh yeah, that's the name of his uh, his legion or house or whatever you're called, right? Um, so uh, yeah, so he had uh, I think Cybernetica. Uh, yeah, the like special army. Yeah, so I had a Archmagos with stuff on the abeyant, and then a, another Archmagos Dominus, who were like providing synapse. I want to say because I'm a Turnids player, but you know they have these. I guess they're controlling the the Autobots. Beep pop pop. <laughs> then he had uh, two squads of um, oh, what are the Castellax. Uh, one of them had these uh, blade arms. And this is the list that you played 
the bef- like last episode you talked about this game i think yeah you played this list yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah so it was kind of cool i i, I recognized what he had um i think that squad had the uh bus sauce and um multi melta so they were close combat uh and he had another two castadax with dark fire lances and, and stuff uh so all of those together deployed in a ruin in the center then he had two dormitars that came on later one of them was like better than the other <laughs> yeah one is uh, paragon of metal oh yeah so it, it doesn't didn't have ha- to be within the control range of the dominance yeah and then he had two units of uh, thalax i don't speak mechanically but yeah i i don't know all these rules either but, uh, but he had two units of thalax and i think some of them also had like uh Photon, awesome, scary weapons. I don't know. <laughs> uh, one of them, one of them were upgraded, so they had like these uh, heavy chain blades, and like yeah, they had rage. They were yeah. super scary in close combat, anyway. Uh, so we had the, yeah diagonal deployment. Uh, I put my big cultist horde and assault marines in the middle with a dreadnought and uh, cacophony dudes in in a ruin, like kind of opposite to his ruin. So that was like the big, they were just shooting at each other. Um, and then once again, I got a special guy. I got the UPS man, the delivery guy, <laughs> which was kind of cool. He had to do de- the Imperial courier who had to deliver a package. So he, I would get shitloads of points if I could get him over his deployment zone or his, his edge, his player. Yeah. Um, so I put him in reserve. I wanted to put him with my plasma guys inside the rhino, but that felt a bit. We couldn't really agree if he was an independent character, if he could do that. He wasn't technically an ally, so I didn't want to do that really. So he just had to walk on. <laughs> um, then his Thalax, I think they either outflanked or deeps. No, I think they could deep strike, right? Because of their jump packs. Maybe. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> they, they came into my. Uh, my drop pod dropped like in the middle a bit i didn't want to go too far uh i wanted to see what he would do and then one of his thalax units came in uh, my deployment zone starting started fucking with me um and then the other also came there um but i I, yeah so they shot at my cacophony and i I had to shoot at them i realized shit i mean cacophony guys can be super dangerous against mechanicum because uh well their strength six toughness five on their guns which isn't i mean i usually don't ignore their toughness but uh, or their armor but um i can wound them pretty easily uh and if they then fail this psychic psycho biopsychic shock you know uh then he has to take d6 extra wounds yeah on instant death That's it, harsh. so i mean i I only had one squad. If I had had more squads and if I had performed better, maybe I would have done much. I think I, it, I, it happened once and I had to roll a d6 and I, I think I only managed to do roll a one. So what? And then one guy who had one wound that instantly oh. killed. So one time. So I mean, if I had rolled a six, I would have wiped an entire squad of Thalax there. <laughs> uh, which was, I mean, but th- that would have felt unfair as well. So, But I, I realized that they can be really dangerous against Mechanicum. Um, so yeah, they are in my deployment harassing me. Uh, I try to pull back with my assault marines and, and counter charge him there. So I tie up the Thalax in my deployment because that's like he can't have those scoring there that they will be worth seven points. Yeah. Meanwhile, I'm slowly moving 
towards the side of his uh, main ruin. He's standing there just shooting at me, killing some uh, cultists every turn, uh, not doing that much damage. Um, because my cultists are scoring, so I want to get them into his zone, but I don't want to get too close to his Castellax that I can't do shit against, basically. Well, I guess I had Rending, but I, I, I tried to stay away. Uh, then when he dropped the second Thalax Squad in my deployment, then my Palatine Blades got out of their uh, uh, Dreadclaw and started running back, back home to try to protect it. And my Plasma Squad came on on my deployment and tried to shoot them. The Courier came on really close to the combat between the Assault Marines and the Thalax Squad. So fortunately for me, the Assault Marines held the Thalax there, so I could just sneak <laughs> slowly towards his zone. But I also couldn't... Because he was alone, I couldn't just go into the open because the Domitar would just see him and like shoot some missile and kill him. Uh, so I had to wait. I wanted to get my Rhino there and like put him in that and then turbo into his uh, deployment. But uh, then his Thalax uh, charged my uh, Plasma Squad and killed them. And then I think... I managed to kill them back with my Paladin Blades or something. It was pretty even. I think I couldn't really wipe out all of his Thalax in the end. Um, it was a really close game. Like he, In the middle of his close combat, uh, Magos and uh, uh, Castellax came up, and I charged with my Ogrins, and my Ogrins did some damage, but they were just killed. And <laughs> then my Contemptor tried to fight them, and he was killed. And my cultists are just running away, trying to flank and get into his deployment. And he's shooting them all the time, just slowly wither withering them down. Uh, but um, I think in the end it came down to, because I, my assault marines killed his guys. They uh, made a sweeping advance of one of the Thalax squads. I can't really remember. I don't think I managed to kill his other Thalax squad. I was going to charge him with my Peloton Blades, which would probably have killed him. Um, but then he killed, like, yeah, he killed my Assault Marines, the few that I had left. And that meant that he had a scoring unit in my deployment zone, and I didn't have any in his deployment. Oh. So he managed to win. Well, I, I went looking at the game, and I remember it was really close at the end. Yeah, it was really, really fun game, I think, because I had scoring units in the No Man's Land, so I think I got five points there, and he got seven points for being in my zone. And then, you know, he had... I don't think any of us had Warlord kill, but there were some other things as well. So in the end, he managed to win. And it was really... I had the Courier alive, which gave me some points, I think. But um, I was really cool. It was... Uh, that was the best game because it was so close. The other games, I couldn't really... <laughs> I couldn't really do much, unfortunately. So they didn't turn out to be as interesting as I, I had hoped. Uh, I don't really feel... Like the last game, I don't mind that I lose... Uh, that I lost because I feel like... It could have gone either way. It was close. Uh, the first two, I, but maybe the first one I could have done a bit better. Uh, but I, it's also tough when you're in a doubles game. So you, you're like depending on each other, and it's a bit tricky to get that balanced. Uh, and I guess this, the wolves, I just couldn't do shit. So <laughs> I mean, I gave up from the beginning there. I felt, but uh, uh, but the last game was really good. It was really cool. Um, so what do you think, all in all? about the the day it was great it was and the mission back to the, yeah. the the scene of the crime yeah where, where i started heresy yeah one year ago also Frederick was the guy i played last game last year as well 
Pretty fun. Oh yeah. Oh, Mr. Mr. Plastic Fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> That's nice. Yeah, he seems he seems cool. There were a lot of cool dudes. I think uh, I think they probably had trouble uh, trouble getting uh, best sport out. Yeah. So what some... were the awards? Well, first of all, we had uh, the boring ones, which was just best loyalist, best trader. Oh wait. Okay. So all in all, loyalist won. Big surprise. <laughs> they won pretty big, I think. In the end, wasn't really. But then again, I mean, okay. So we're fighting this war. But we didn't. We didn't have any big, you know. What do you say? Like we should have some talks in between the games, maybe to say more. Okay, this is the what is happening now in the system. I don't know. Didn't really feel like we were, you know, a team fighting for one thing. It was just a lot of small games, but um, it didn't really matter, I guess. But okay, yeah. yeah so, it was so, like two hundred and seventy for traders, and like five hundred forty for. Wallace or something? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> crazy. Pretty I don't crazy. Know why fucking Wallace always wins. Because they are and well, what one of the reasons uh we can talk about is yeah. The sorry. only event that they haven't uh, lost was that in Krovda in my event. Ah. Did the traitors win there? Yeah. Nice. Nice. I don't know, maybe us trader players just have more soul and care more about uh, <laughs> fluffy lists than just winning every game. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> or maybe we wanted to lose the Lincoln system because uh, we didn't want it. <laughs> this is just, imp- uh, we're just making the loyalists feel like they have the upper hand, but next year we're going to fuck them over. It's the plan. The noose is tightening against the loyalists. We've drawn them into the Lincoln cluster, and then we're gonna <laughs> like I'm gonna tell my big brother and he's gonna fight you. <laughs> uh, but yeah, first prizes were best loyalist, best trader, and that was like the points from the games basically. And I have no idea how that worked out. Uh, uh, I guess I you're also a bit confused about, uh, about the points. Player from Malmö won from loyalist, and uh, the word bird player from Yavle won. Traders. Yeah, no, but it, the it wasn't actually the white guy. It was his brother who played ah. loyalist Iron Hands, Iron mm. Warriors, Iron Warriors. Sorry, ah. uh, he he's usually a trader, but he's he played loyalist uh, Iron Warriors, and both of them are pretty hardcore players <laughs> from Malmo. <laughs> so I, I guess both of them they maybe took half of the points for the loyalist side, <laughs> <laughs> two hundred points probably. But uh, yeah, no the. So the, the Iron Warrior guy won. Uh, is it Thomas and Mikael that they're called or something? I don't know. Christian Christianson. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, and they got they so they got nice trophies, um, like a little golden trophy. I can't remember if we had that last year. That was kind of cool though. I don't it's know. Nice with a trophy. I got a trophy uh, at Scandus. Oh. Because I'm I was loyalist and we won. Oh! Oh wait! No, you all got like a medal. Medal. Yeah. Oh no! Yeah, we got medals, not trophy. Yeah. And the sword. Yeah. Jens got the sword. Uh, but then we had uh, best painted, which went to uh, Andrea Dominguez that played the Raven Guard that I fought. Yeah. Which was a nice. It was a nice army. Like uh, he had airbrushed the wings of his uh, of Korax and his dudes. A kind of cool uh, 
turquoise blue, blue almost. And uh, I think Raven Guard is kind of difficult because like all all black legions, you look at them and it's like ah, oh, they just look they don't look very you know difficult to paint. But then if you look closely, you can see if they're painted in a in a good way or not. I I, I think Raven Guard won last year as well. Not Andrea, but the the guy he played. He's also from Malmo and he plays played the Alpha Legion this year. Mm. Did he win best painted last year? Maybe he did. I think so. I can't remember. The guy with the like uh, like squares, ever squares on his uh, flyers and stuff. Ah, yeah, possibly. Yeah, yeah, can't remember. Um, They're good painters. No, it wasn't it Kim though that won best painted. Probably he always wins when he's there. Oh yeah, maybe death card. Maybe the red card came like second or something. You are, you are, aren't you thinking about uh, my friend, the the Svensson brothers, Frederick, because he no. he won uh, best sport with his red card. He has those kind of scales, like uh, airbrush scales on his wing, uh, like feathers or something on his uh, uh, siphon. Oh yeah, actually yes, yes. Fuck, I'm yeah. getting everything mixed up. Yeah. No, I also I think I once said that he won best painted because I thought so, but he won best sport. Ah. but yeah this yeah so raven guard won best painted i think it was kind of I, I think it was very difficult to choose this year what do you think about the painting uh yeah a lot of nice armies yeah it was uh, like there was a nice standard but then again i also don't think that there were there were no army that was just like oh shit that's the one that's this yeah. that's the best painted there were a lot of that were good well painted i mean like both the, the raven guard and then we had jody who made his MKA uh, uh, Iron Warriors? Yeah, which is pretty pretty sweet with his bikes and stuff. I feel, I think they were very well painted, but I think it's difficult to win this best painted with Iron Warriors, don't you? Because I think it's difficult. Like some legions, I don't know. Like some legions are, even if you put down the same work. Some legions yeah. are gonna look the, like they are like more. The one who wins best painted often have to make like something very extraordinary and not not something that's like typical of the legion. Like you can do, yeah, the best paint job ever of like the legion and like how they're supposed to look like. Yeah, and you might not win best painted, but if you do take like a legion and do something different with them, it's mm. a lot easier to win with them. I think. Yeah, that might be true. That's yeah, kind of the thing with Iron Warriors because. The whole thing about them is that they're very like based. Like you, you can't really do different things with them because they're supposed to be like pretty. They're basic. Like you can do. Yeah. You can do them very good looking, but like their theme is to be basic. Yeah. So they're all, they're all gonna look like oh that just looks like lead belcher and you can be like no it's actually this layer and this layer and this layer i mean it's very but complex you can't really do like you can't really add turquoise like you can with something black you can't yeah. add you can't add something crazy to something yeah, that's it's supposed to be like gritty and basic like yeah. the thing you can do with iron wars is like mega awesome weathering yeah to yeah make them, like unique and this like iron just... hands you can add like whites and greens yeah that's also tr- tough to make yeah some, yeah. I, I think, yeah, what I wanted to say is that some legions, I think, are easier to win with than others. But yeah. I wouldn't think that Raven Guard is one of them that are easy to win with. So that's, uh, that's good on him. Yeah, kudos. Um, 
What's next? We had best sports, which went yeah. went to Jimmy from the Woods. Yes. <laughs> yeah, he was really cool. He played uh, Space Wolves cool. this year. So that's cool. Yeah. The coolest dude is playing Space Wolves. The internet yeah. thinks are like mega crazy. I really yeah. like this army as well. They were really fucking cool. Like very, <laughs> un- like every model was very individual. It was a perfect fucking space wolf army. Yeah, no, they like were dark cool. gray and just cool all around. Yeah, and lo- lots of unique, unique characters and stuff. And I like that he he. I think he was the. I'm gonna say only one who had a real display board with him. Also, yeah, that's uh, once again kudos. Uh, last year, he was using the same display board last year for his uh, uh, Imperial Fists. Yeah, yeah that's true. And they were then he just really cool. changed the army. Yep. He also has Night Lords. He played those. Ah, yeah. Yeah, that's true. Um, and then we got to uh, best trader, best loyalist again, but like player's choice. Player's yeah. choice was the thing. Was, was, was there two of those? Or is one? Yeah, there was one loyalist and one trader, and the loyalist right. went to the uh, that went to the white scarf guy. Oh yeah, and the trader one went to the eminent Morton. Woo! Oh. So yeah, Morton won oh. that one. Oh, behave! <laughs> yeah, it was really nice. Like uh, several people were like uh, commenting on your cultists, like, "Oh, they're so cool." Yeah, I, I was really happy that uh, the theme worked. The idea that I had actually worked. <laughs> and they, I mean, they didn't perform. They, they fucking went into close combat with two Primarchs. That's, that's awesome, I think. But they, and then, of course, they died. <laughs> and they didn't, do, they didn't do much, but I, they looked cool dying. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I was, really, I, I was really happy about that. I was honored. I have it. Congratulations I, on that. Thanks. I actually have it. I got like a diploma and uh, a little uh, gift certificate or uh, for. Yeah. Oh, did you find anything in the store? For Alpha Spell? Yeah, I'm thinking about buying some terrain actually. All right. I haven't done it yet to fill up my Sword Mortalis. Possibly some of the new uh, Armageddon terrain or yeah. this uh, Shadow War thing. Yeah. Is it? Yeah, it's also called Shadow War, right? Ah, confusing, um, <laughs> and I really, I really like the white scars guy as well. I mean, the, they are really cool, nicely painted, lots of bikes. The only thing I was really close at voting for him, but I then he had three quad mortars, and I it just, <laughs> yeah, I couldn't ah, I couldn't. It kind of breaks the theme. Like you have this super fast army, but also these artillery pieces that somehow keep up with the, the flying bikes. Yeah, because I he has a dread dread claw, which is with a drop, uh, dreadnought, and then also uh, a Sikaron Venator, which is a fast tank. So I mean, uh, no problem. But like the yeah, the the quad mortars break it a bit for me, and I, it, it's t- tough. I mean, it's like oh, if you're playing this legion, you can never bring this. I mean, it's not nice to say that, but I mean, uh, I think uh, it th- that was the thing that uh, yeah made me. I, I didn't vote for for him actually, but uh, I, I'm happy that he won anyway because, like his uh, his predator, or whatever on the bike with the oh yeah cool. vulture flying, and he has this cool. super really well painted cool. glaive in his hand. Yeah, yeah, it looks sweet, sweet, and also that he has actually 
made molds and made his own jet bikes of this uh, other pattern than the dildo bikes. It's respect. But we're forgetting the most important prize, aren't we, Niklas? Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> uh, which one is that? The cursed one. <laughs> and I, this one I was, I was super surprised by. Because I, 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 yeah. So what it is essentially, yeah, the one who scored the least points, right? The least campaign points. Yeah, or the most. I, uh, scored, I scored the most negative points. Ah, uh, yeah. Because I mean, I had seen you play, and I, I, I heard that some of your games went bad, but I didn't think. I mean, you usually play better than me. I guess we both lost a lot, but. Uh, but then he was like, you got minus blah, blah, blah points. It's like, <laughs> how, how did you get minus points? Because I think I got like minus 26. Because I asked yeah. Freddy later, and it was like the difference in points for each game. So the first game, ah. I lost by 19.4. So that's yeah. 15 negative points. And then I lost the next game with one point. And then I lost the game after that with 10 points. Ah, oh, okay. So yeah, minus yeah. 25. Ouch. Yeah. <laughs> I think... I didn't. I don't think I lost the first and the last game by that many points, but I lost against Demon Ross with quite a lot of points. That was probably ten points or something. But then I was still. You 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 earned that. <laughs> yeah. So I became the cursed one. But yeah. I mean, the, the the consolation prize was pretty fucking kick ass. So I didn't really mind it. Really, I, I think it was by far the best prize there. Yeah. Although I don't know what uh, Jimmy got for being best. No. I can't remember actually. Uh, anyway, but, I got uh, an Iwata custom airbrush. That's so freaking cool. I don't know about. Is that a cool brand? I I don't know about it. Yet, yeah, but I, I don't know but much about the airbrush. Like one of the better brands, I think. Like the uh, there's three really good airbrush brands. So it's the Iwata, the mm -hmm. the, the best Asian one, I think. And then mm -hmm. there's the what's it called? Like Danner and Heinbuck. Yeah, Steinbeck or something. Yeah, Steinbeck. That's the, yeah. the German one. And then the Badger, which is the American one. Oh, yeah. One for each part of the globe. Yeah. Which is the best African one? <laughs> we don't know. The AK. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, uh, yeah, I got a kick-ass airbrush, which is fucking awesome. Because like, yeah. I'm going to do so much airbrushing now. Yeah. Um, have you tried it out yet? No, I have not. Oh, I'm kind of scared Ooh. of doing it, actually. Like, what if I fuck up and that cane <laughs> isn't there to help me unfuck it? Yeah. And I also like, oh, yeah, how do you clean it and like keep it nice? It's better to just use a, a bad airbrush that you don't care so much about. It's because, yeah. Oh. But I, after that course, I, I've learned to, you know, I learned my airbrush. I know that I can just put it apart, clean it, and it will somehow work again, even though, even how fucked up it is. Yeah, uh, usually at least it can. <laughs> um, yeah, but that's as as usual. Awesome prizes. Freddy is really good at, uh, yeah, hosting these events. Uh, getting, is... yeah. Sorry. Huh? Or oh, did you say daddy is? Yes. Oh, sorry. Yeah, <laughs> uh, and he ma manages to find sponsors and stuff like that. Also, that's pretty. That's really cool. Uh, so it was good. It was good fun. Uh, we were most people just left pretty quickly. Uh, I had to catch a ride. I felt bad because I I didn't stay and help too much with the tables 
putting them together. Uh, also, my my game was one of the ones that took the longest. We didn't really finish the last time. I I don't think I only finished my second game. The first one I understand because we were double, but the last one we didn't finish either, which is kind of sad because it was only two, we had like two and a half hours per game. I finished all of mine actually. Ah, oh, damn it! Like I got stomped in most. Yeah, <laughs> I just need to get faster, I guess. Um, so I felt a bit bad for leaving when they were still cleaning up, but uh, we were. I went with a few of the Malmo guys, so I went with Emil, who stayed at the same hotel as me uh, the last night because I switched hotel, uh, and then uh, Oscar, who is hosting the events. That was Oscar, yeah, and uh, not Oscar Sjöval, Oscar Vikdal, who was yeah. on this uh, podcast before. Yes, and also Andre from down there, who plays. Uh, Alpha Legion, but he played Thousand Suns this event. He was the only one playing Thousand Suns. And I don't think he did that well with them. So he was also, but I don't, I'm not sure. Uh, <laughs> and Oscar was playing as a mechanicum, of course. Uh, so that was cool. So we went back to Bishop's Arms and uh, had had nice dinner and just talked about the day and then took it easy. I went to sleep. That was, I have to tell, that was kind of insane also. We slept at the, the hotel called uh, it was the the faulty towers <laughs> theme uh which was really cool you know lots of stuffed animals and big stairs like an old the the rooms had their like uh they were cool rooms they had their we say personality you know in a sense kind of old school yeah. um but that was very nice. I, I was really tired you know like watched some movie and then I was gonna go to bed and I'm like brushing my teeth T- uh, walking around uh, in the in the room, and I see this big black thing on the wall. I'm like, "What the hell is that?" Uh, and I walk closer, and I see it's a fucking hornet. And it's a big <laughs> hornet. It's a big hornet. I'm I'm convinced it's a it's a queen hornet because, damn it, that was big. Just climbing down the wall next to my bed, like because I had tooth like the toothbrush, like, uh, and I don't understand because the windows were closed. Closed. So either it got in somehow through some crack in the wall. I have no idea. Or it had been in there all all the time, hiding in the curtain or something. So I was like, "Oh shit, I have to get this out." Uh, I'm not that. I mean, hornets are really compared to other wasps. They're like super docile and not. I mean, they don't care. They're just like eh, pretty. But I mean, they're so big. So it's like, oh, that's gonna kill me. Yeah. I don't want to have it in here. I didn't want to sleep with it with that next to my head, uh, so uh, so I took this uh, glass and like uh, or this uh, cup for tea and uh, a little. I think I had a map of the city to, to like. So I put the cup over it and I s- slid the uh, the map from behind to like trap it in there, and you and then I hear it from in this like brrr, brrr, because now it's getting pissed because it's in a, a cup. <laughs> It's like, and then I had opened the window and I was going to move it. You know, you try to take it away from the wall uh, and hold on to the the map. And then I didn't hold it good enough. So it just flew out. Of the, it came out and flew out. And I was like, whoa, regroup. So I regrouped in the bathroom. I ran into the bathroom and I, I, I tried to gather my senses. I was like, okay, regroup, we, we regroup now. Uh, I came back and it, it just, I mean, it was pretty calm. It is just like, oh, fuck this, and just landed on the, the lamp screen next to my bed again. 
So I was like, okay, whew, okay. So I did the same thing again. And this time I was really, I held it, I held it really tight. I could just see, like in my mind, I could see the stinger coming out through the map, you know, like this giant stinger just stinging me in the hand, <laughs> like piercing the map. But it was cool. And it was still like, so, so I just took it, hold it tight, get, got to the window, held my hands out and just shook it out. And I saw that it landed on the, on the windowsill. I was like, oh shit, that's good. So I closed the window and I, I you know, I, I was just hoping that it wouldn't get in again, that it had either found some crack or it would, was nesting in there. So I don't know. I don't know how it got in. But at that point, my, my heart was like, <laughs> and then you turn around and there were 10 other wolves. Yes. <laughs> no, that, that, that was it. But after that, I just had to try to calm down and, um, I couldn't just go to bed straight away. I was pretty shaken, which is stupid because I'm a fucking bio biologist and I study insects and other kinds of uh, small animals. But it's something when you know, like, oh, that it's so big, it's it could probably damage me. It's gonna kill me with a stinger, which is something. Uh, respect for that. <laughs> uh, so. I had to calm down. I had to read the book you gave me, the the Nazi book. Oh yeah, <laughs> Nazi, Sven Hassel. Yeah, the Hassel. Hassel. Don't hassle the Hoff. Well, this is not Hassel Hoff, <laughs> but this is Swedish Hassel. Uh, actually, who, tell me the story again. How did he? Was he involved somehow, or how? Did he know so much about World War Two. Uh, yeah, it's uh, like it's kind of debated if it's fake or not, but mm -hmm. it doesn't really care matter because the stories are awesome there's this danish guy uh that before the second world war like you was pretty poor oh you see danish hassle okay yeah so like he needed a job so he went to germany and got enlisted in the german army because he knew that like, they were looking for people for some oh. reason uh so he joined up with the german army and then like they invade invaded poland and he was like Fuck this! I don't want to invade countries. I'm just a, a Dane that wants money. Yeah. So he tried to escape, and then like the military police caught him, and put him and a bunch of other like people who don't really follow orders into this special company, mm. and sent him on like these bullshit missions. Then he ended up surviving, and like the the series is about his his time in the German army. With a bunch oh. of other guys that don't like the German army. Yeah, because the one I'm reading now is he's with the that's the Panzer division, and they're going to Russia. So yeah. I'm not sure if he was in there or if he just talked to people or. No, he was in it. Okay, holy shit! So he's the guy who's yeah. It's written from one one person's perspective, and then there's lots of different characters. Yeah, he exactly. talks with. He's writing from his perspective, and he's also like interviewing the people of his group. Yeah, <laughs> it's pretty. It's oh fuck, they're insane. I, I haven't I'm like halfway into that, that book that that's the one I started with. Um and it's like on one hand it's these super strange characters, like the, the guy called Porta Porta yeah. or something, who's just like rambling all the time. Oh well that's like the time I went to München and found this uh <laughs> this guy who was breeding cheap and he talked to me and we went to this guy and then he said let's uh Let's fuck this guy, right? He just starts, you know, he starts talking, and it's like four pages forwards. It's still him just talking about 
<laughs> completely yeah. meaningless until someone else of the company is like, shut the fuck up. I don't know how they stand his constant rambling. Like, I don't know if he's, I think he has experienced a lot of state things, but it, or he's just making st- shit yeah, up as well. All these amazing characters, and that uh, guy in particular, he's like so <laughs> weird, and he's like doing all these like black market tradings in yeah. the army while they're like fighting in Russia. He's like stealing shit from people and selling it. Like, yeah, they're like oh, he's stuff to the Russians. Like, <laughs> they just find some Russians. Like, hey, do you want to trade some cigarettes for some gasoline or some shit? Yeah, <laughs> he's, crazy. He's all kinds of crazy shit. Crazy stuff. Insane, like they're really good. One story where they're in like Normandy, yeah, and like they're in the scout car and they're like way behind enemy lines. And then he's stalked by this like French hostel or something, and they get in there. And then there's just some Americans there, they're like, Oh, hey, hey, let's get drunk, (laughs) all right? (laughs) (laughs) Holy shit, so they just don't care about the war, yeah, get drunk together, supposed to get be fighting, but like, there's no one watching, whatever. (laughs) Yeah, I like that. That they're all like they all hate. Oh, most of them hate Hitler, and they're like, "Oh, we should never have been into this war. We're gonna lose." They're just like, uh, "Yeah, let's try and stay alive." And, but but you have to explain this because you're in. Uh, you play a lot of tanks, right? Yeah. And uh, <laughs> I, I always like from from the movies. I always think like, "Well, tanks. Yeah, they make a lot of damage, but they they seem pretty slow." But in these books, people get run over by tanks all the time. It's like. <laughs> And I guess tanks can go pretty fast. They can go 50 kilometers an hour or something. Yeah. Probably. Or do you, do you think World War II tanks, how fast were they? Yeah, probably I mean, more likely around 40. Yeah, 40. But still, it's, it's because I, I started, I was like, what? Wait, what's, what's this? Like people getting run over by tanks and not just, you know, I can understand if someone is like shot and is lying on the ground and it gets run over. But this was like tanks <laughs> ramming people, just running them down all the time. And yeah, like it's a, it's a, some of the books are a bit exaggerated as well. So you have oh, okay. to take it with a pinch of salt. Oh, okay, because I was like, what? Did this really happen? How, how fast were the tanks? <laughs> how, how can you not see a tank coming? Also, it's like, <laughs> but uh, I, prob- I probably underestimate their speed also. Because like Hollywood movies and stuff like that, they're usually pretty slow. But I think that's maybe because it's not actual war. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. But they're they're very brutal, brutal books. I recommend. I, yeah, they're cool. They're good. Yeah, they're really good. Uh, um, so I I read that and then I got calm and then I fell asleep and that was Lincoln. <laughs> yeah. Pretty fucking nice event. That was my second event this year. Uh, the second one after your event then. Yeah. 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 So, so let's. Let's take a break. Yeah. And be back with some plans in the future. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Break. Shit. I spent a life, it's water 
we're back from the break so now we're gonna talk a bit about what we've been doing and what we're gonna be doing yeah future what the future has for us i was actually kind of um, not uh, not fed up but satisfied after Lincoln. like uh you know always after an event you c come out with new things like oh shit i need to get this you know oh i got my ass yeah. handed to me i need to paint this and this and this but this time i didn't really i was more like yeah this was a nice event, and I—I yeah. ah, I don't know. Uh, in a in a sense, I feel now that because I spend a lot of time like, oh, I have to finish this and this for Lincoln, you know, making an army list of things I didn't have finished, so I had to paint them. And I feel okay. I have no no more things that I have to paint, kind of. So I can just take my time. I can paint Ultramarines. I can paint some Mortalis. Uh, which is going to be really nice. I want to just relax and because summer is coming soon, I'm going to uh, I'm going to move to my parents' place, which is what I do in the summer because I I work close to there in the summer for a few weeks, so so I have to move home. But it's good because they have a big house, so I can build more stormortalis uh, tiles and and stuff. Perfect uh, or something. Um, but actually, I, so I haven't uh, done much at all after Lincoln. I don't think I don't think I've painted after Lincoln actually, which is kind of sad. But I was away all week in Norway with work, and then now we're repainting the hobby room, so yeah. <laughs> all my stuff is spread out over the apartment. So it's not optimal for painting at the moment. 
Yeah, I haven't painted anything either, but I've been <gasps> working, so I got an excuse. Yeah, yeah, damn, we have good excuses. <laughs> <laughs> so wait, so have you been doing anything else hobby-related? Have you played any games after? Or? Uh, yeah, I played a game yesterday, actually. Yeah? Kevin, your world leader player. Yeah? Uh, How did he go? Mission and... Uh, I ended up losing, but we didn't finish the game because, like, at turn four or five, yeah. I like I had one of those foam for my Games Workshop case with a bunch yeah. of balls in it, and then I dropped it from the chair, like <gasps> two feet, like really short fall. Yeah, but it went into fucking million pieces. Ah, oh, what like, oh, what was in there? Like everything, like Terminators, oh. Gorgons, Medusa Immortals. Ah, oh. oh, it sucked. So I was sitting there gluing. He's like, "So should we?" Use Finish this, like yeah. Let's do it. Oh, it was ouch. a great game anyway. And other hobby-related news, like because I've moved now from my student apartment, but I yeah. still have my student apartment till <laughs> August, rent-free. So I'm just gonna use it as a fucking airbrush studio. <laughs> <laughs> so I got all my painting shit there, and it's just an empty room, yeah. with a table in the middle with airbrush stuff. Fill it with the uh, poisonous fumes. <laughs> <laughs> And then when it's too bad, too much to be in, you can just get out of there. <laughs> yeah, so now I can just sit there and fucking airbrush without caring about anything. Mm. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, uh, other things, what are we talking about? Stuff we're doing. I'm having an event. Oh, yeah. In what about October. that? We, we established a date now, 14th of October. Ooh, did you add it to the list? No, the... I haven't made an event yet, so okay. waiting a bit. But um, it's the weekend after Scandus. Okay. And it's in Huebda. Yeah? Is yeah. it a fo follow-up to your first event, or is it more stand-alone? Yeah, a bit. Yeah? Uh, I hope the Avoria guys won't be having an event then as well. Oh, shit. Maybe I should have checked that. Uh oh, they always running events down there. Yeah. But then again, you might have different scenes in a way, or like people who can't go all the way down to the south of Sweden could go yeah, to you. You just have to go halfway to Hovda. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so what, what do you have in mind? Is it, um, is it just like regular 2,500, or is it some no. more <gasps> something else? I, I, we'll see. I want to have different game modes, but I'll mm -hmm. see if we'll have like a mix of people playing different things or that they will have to sign up for a certain kind of event. Mm -hmm. so oh, so some will play Soul Mortalis kind of and some will play. Yeah, so I haven't made up my mind yet if like they're going to be playing Soul Mortalis all the time or if we should mix up between yeah. rounds. Mm -hmm. I think that like if, you, if you're coming there to play 2500 and maybe you just want to play that like regular game style mm -hmm. as opposed to like if someone wants to play more narratively then they can play like uh, game master Summertalis. Yeah, I actually, I I can understand that because sometimes I've I've been to events where I'm supposed to bring both to a big list and like a Summertalis list, and then by chance I just end up playing more Summertalis. It happened kind of in in Kovde, uh, but also at Scandus, I think. And then it just feels silly. Like, why did I bring? this much stuff, I could have just packed a lot less and just played with some mortalities, which would have been fun, but you know what I mean? It's like, yeah. uh, I, you want nice to get the feel for this. Kind of nice to know like what you're in for before yeah. you're coming there. Mm -hmm. So 
So we'll see um, what Outlook up. Yeah, and it's good because you will all, you can always have some players who are like, yeah, we'll bring a somber to this just in case if we have a dropout, someone could be a bit flexible and stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, usually, you can have some mortalis list in your bigger list, <laughs> which is just less points. Uh, but that sounds cool. So, anything else uh, spectacular game-wise that you plan for it, or you'll keep some secrets? I'll keep it a secret. I'll yeah. be working on a name. Uh-huh. The name will be the Fate of Scarabird. Okay. So the last event here was. Skirmish and Scarabur. Yeah. So that was so kind of the, the first forces that got there to fight mm-hmm. for control of it. Just mm-hmm. small yeah, skirmishes around the city. And this will be like the, the actual attack. Yeah. The city. Does it end up being at the same time as that event thing that you talked about? Uh, uh, you, said, you said there was some kind of game event yeah. or like a convention in Kuevda. Yes, it's a very small convention called Pew Pew Con. Pew Pew. So, and, yeah. and that's the I, same weekend? or yes. Yeah, I convinced them to have me because they were like, yo, we kind of want to have this convention for people to play board games and come and have a nice time. Yeah. I was like, no, I want my 30k dudes to get here and fucking show people true hobby. Ah, so will it be at the same place at your local game, game yes. place? Okay, cool. Oh, no, no, it won't. It will be. Oh, no. Uh, right next to the train station, actually. Oh, nice. It's convenient for people like me. Yeah, it's really easy. If you want to come here, it's really easy to get to Kvavda and to get to that place. Like, you can mm. just take the train from Gothenburg or Stockholm because mm. the line between Gothenburg and Stockholm goes through Kvavda. Yeah, and I'll, I think most trains stop there. Yeah. E- even the one... Are there, one, are there some that skip Kvavda? I think... I don't think so. I think most trains stop there, actually. Yeah, there are some that skip... Uh, some stations to go quicker, but I think they all stop there. Actually. Yeah. Ah. So we just take the train and get off, and the the place where we're playing is like 200 meters from the train station. Ah. Will so, it be a one day or two day event? One day. One day. Yeah. Because the convention opens on Friday the 13th in the evening, mm-hmm. and we're playing on Saturday, and then it closes down at like three in the afternoon on Sunday. Oh, nice. Oh, that's cool. So you can co- come and visit the convention and then play 30k in the middle. Yeah. Hmm. It's a nice, nice uh, plan. But I guess we will, we will hear more about it on the podcast as we get closer. Yes. October's far away. But there's another event that's much closer. Ten days away, yes. which you're going to. The Hagarian... <sighs> Hagvarian. Hagvarian Betrayal. Yeah, which is a... Team new, uh, yeah, it just popped out out of nowhere. <laughs> yeah, Freddy was like, yeah, I'm also having this event. Like, what? <laughs> already? <laughs> You're already having like three events? <laughs> Gerd. Uh, and, and it's yeah. in Stockholm? Yes. It's in, or Solon, Solontuna. Yep, the same place yep. as Scandus. Yeah. It's a two-day uh, event, team tournament. Yeah. And since you're not coming, I have to bring one of the kids, Ulla. Yeah, He's Death Guard player, Death right? Guard. Yeah. Yeah, nice, nice. I'm playing my Iron Hands. And this time I'm bringing a very aggressive Iron Hands army. Whoa! Is he going to play Loyalist Death Guard or what? Yeah. Ah. I'm bringing one kay. of the Loyalist characters as well. Oh, okay, that's cool. Yeah. 
So we're, nice we're going to have job. so many Terminators. It's going to be awesome. Yeah. <laughs> and the drawing is already up. We were playing the Ooh. first game. Okay. And I'm playing Jens and Linus. Oh. And they're going to have their Alpha Legion slash... Is My it? Forward. Oh, that's yeah. going to be a lot of shenanigans going on there. It's going to be a great game. Infiltrator, scouts, all kinds of shit. Yep. And hmm. the thing with the, the Death Guard special character is that I think he lets you infiltrate three units. So he's going to infiltrate like a 10-man uh, Grey Warden unit and a 10-man Death Shroud unit. Oh, okay. Insane. Holy shit. And you can get some payback on uh, Gems, what he yep. did at Lincoln. Gonna fucking smash his face. Never forget. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think yeah, they're gonna be a tough team. How how many teams are playing? Do you know? How many um doubles? They posted it, but gonna... Is it three three games or just uh it's two games per day, I think. Wait yeah. a sec. Because I guess they they're gonna take. You need a lot of a lot of time. Oh wait, how many points per? Two thousand five hundred. <sighs> the so they're uh, gonna take a lot of time. Th those games. There's four games in total. Two on the Saturday, two on the Sunday. Yeah. And there are this many teams. There are eight teams. So sixteen players. It's going to be awesome. Damn. Um, well, you're so quiet. Yeah, no, I'm here. Just in I'm, awe of yeah, of the this information. <laughs> now, I wonder how much time you have per game because it's going to take a lot of time with 5,000 versus 5,000. Or Let's are they? See. Is it also on normal 6x4s or will there be. Bigger? I don't know, actually. Uh, each game is going to be uh, 3 hours and 15 minutes. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. It's going to be a fucking slaughter. Think, uh, think of it uh, like 5,000 points in a, per side on a 6x4. Yeah. Massacre. It's going to be fun, though. Like, I'm going <laughs> to just play it so aggressively and just rush everything. So it's going gonna, it's gonna to be quick. Mm. All right, but I think that's it for events. Have you got anything more to say about future things that you're doing? No, not really. And uh, I have, no, I, I I need to paint the hobby room so I can paint in the hobby room. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's oh, god damn it! Airbrushing <laughs> the walls. No, actually, my uh, my wife suggested that I could try to do that, but then uh, we just started rolling, 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 rolling. Are you rolling so. your shit, piss, and blood? Yeah. <laughs> True, and for a student's like, when she's not home, I can just. Add a little bit of body fl uh, fluids. <laughs> nice. Get the perfect shade. <laughs> um, I think I'm just going to start using a roller for all my armies because it goes like you can paint a wall so quickly with a roller. You <laughs> roll and roll and roll and roll. And I'm going to paint my ultramarines. Matthew Kane is going to be so happy if I use my MKA. Uh, skills and just paint the ultramarines in one day. I'll just, I should just lay them down on the floor and then roll over them with blue color, like <laughs> until they're perfect. <laughs> and then a little highlight 
also with the roller. Just make them stand up and then roll them again, the lighter color. Trademark, don't lose your head podcast. You heard it here first. <laughs> Will I become a closer in a day? <laughs> Is that possible? Do I need to pay some, uh, you know, painting studio? No. Rolling, rolling, rolling. Trademark, <laughs> roller. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. All right, so that, that's it for future things. Do you want to read our one and only mail? <gasps> yes, we, our mail bag is full of one mail from our lovely Magic Mike. My gird. So let's see. I only quickly went through this, so I'm going to see. It seems that Mike went to a, a an event. Yeah. So this, I, what voice do you think Mike has? So yeah. this weekend I went to the burning of Philippi Primaris. <laughs> Maybe not. Uh, Philippi Primaris. I thought it was like in the Philippines, but I mean, this. I guess it's in Arizona or somewhere in in America. America. Um, sorry, I don't have a full blown battle report. I'm super tired, but I figured I would email you pictures of my emperor's children. How very nice of you, Mike. And you you saw the pictures, and yep. you saw also some of the armies. I guess you uh, played on this event. Yeah. How does it look? Because I I, I, army right I only have it's got like I only Marines, Spartan, Fulgrim, three Contemptor Dreadnoughts, and a Leviathan yeah. in a fuck yeah in a drop pod. Oh yeah, so she will get three Contemptor Dreadnoughts. Uh, yeah, and a Leviathan Dreadnought. A full Talon. Yeah. Fuck yeah, and then just this Leviathan uh, hoarding them forward, like oh, follow yeah. me. And Shit, there's a, an Iron Ass player, really cool army. Mm -hmm. uh, some random custode things, nurses versus silence, fire raptor, and uh, some some crazy shit that I ain't never seen before. <laughs> you told right. me about the the yeah, pictures well, yeah, of that right now. So they posted some pictures of uh, the yeah. event. Well, this Iron Ass guy is awesome. He's got medicinal models. 15 of them. Nice. All right, so uh, there's this dude who's got unpainted space marines riding demigriffins. Demigriffins? Which, for yeah, which, so which like, legion? Or we, we don't know because they're unpainted. I think they're like uh, from the Empire, I guess. Maybe they're Sigmarines. I don't know. Uh, anyway, like if you're this guy listening to us, and you're afraid to hear some uh, some tough love <laughs> and go to the safe space for like five minutes. And... <laughs> All right, so if you're still here, then go fuck yourself <laughs> and then go up. What? So demigriffs with? Yeah, they're like fucking uh, horse bird yeah? things. They've got marines riding on them. Yeah, they're but they're fucking... not real real marines either. They're sigmarines on them, or no, no they're actually marines. But you okay. Glued onto them. And they have like plasma guns glued to the side of their face, <laughs> like dino know. riders. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know what the hell this is supposed to be. Like a bike with plasma. I, I'm not sure. I heard about any space marines riding anything in the Horus Heresy. Yeah, like if you wanna, if you wanna uh -huh. go. I haven't even heard about space wolves riding space wolves. <laughs> like, uh, th th this universe, like if you're a 40k player, and that's understandable, but this universe is like, 
It's not a universe where you go into a magical forest and befriend <laughs> an animal and later ride it gloriously into combat. This is a fucking universe where you like fight a siege battle against the Iron Warriors for like six months and then die from a yeast infection. <laughs> <laughs> it's grim dark. I hope I hope my magic Mike yeah, took care of that and uh, th those yeah, those dreadnoughts probably just rip rip those birds apart like <laughs> you don't belong in this universe. Yeah, so but which legion is? Uh, are any of the marines painted so you could guess uh, which legion they're in? Some of them are painted. He's got like tactical squad standing next to them. They're black mm -hmm. with some red helmets, so I guess they're dark angels. Mm. Uh, oh, okay. So they could be monsters, the great beast of Caliban. They fucking are like knights. Things. Yeah, they were enemies. They were like chaos things. So they were, yeah. I guess, more enemies. But but then I, at least I could understand where the inspiration comes from. If it's like a cavalry, dark. Who knows? Maybe this. Maybe you're, you're bashing this guy, but this guy knows that when Angelus book the book drops, dark angels are gonna have like a yeah, cavalry yeah, unit of like. Riders. Real fucking yeah, rough rider knights. <laughs> like if you want to follow this shit for dark angels, then go play fucking Final Fantasy Forty Thousand. Yeah. Mm. Un understandable. Um, so anyway, round one, I played Iron Hands. Oh, maybe that's the the cool army you talked about. And oh, yeah. unfortunately, the metal-handed scum beat back Fulgrim, forcing him to make a tactical withdrawal. Uh, we never run away. Uh, that, I agree with that. We never run away. We just tactically withdraw. Uh, this time, Fulgrim was the one to lose his head. Unfortunately, charging into a Leviathan, then getting piled on BU. <laughs> I'm not sure what happened there. Ma maybe he ended the sentence. Getting piled on BU. Boo, piled on. I don't, I don't know. know. Did you notice that he spelled loose with two O's? Yes, I did. I love, I love that love goes out for that. The way it's supposed to be spelled. <laughs> fucking real English. Wow. The next round uh, was uh, against Ravenguard. Uh, and shelled the living daylight out of Korax Bird Boys with some backup from Tea Party brother Perturabo lo loaning us a Typhoon. Typhoon. Uh, to use for the rest of the day. Fuck yeah! And I didn't Mike say that he had both um, uh, Iron Warriors and Empress Children, I think. He had the Angel Exterminatus Force. Um, the fight was bloody. Three, third, and... Oh wait, yeah. It was bloody, yeah. Uh, then third and final game was against Black Shields. Technically a draw, as I was able to prevent them from to contest the main objective. Okay, sounds good. So... A win, a draw, and a loss, I think. Pretty good results. Yeah, compared to us, that's fucking awesome results. <laughs> um, oh yeah, this as well. I used to go uh, by Mike, but I finally was able to get my legal name changed and uh, go by Akimi now. Holy fuck, this is... Okay. Uh, I'm sure I could pop a Slanesh joke over... Uh, over me being trans, but I kind of it kind of writes itself. Anyway, keep up the good work, and I will keep listening. I did what I could do to promote the podcast at the event, as I found you guys entertaining. <laughs> Sending love, Akimi. I'm not sure how to pronounce that. Is it Akimi? It sounds kind of Japanese. Akimi. 
Akimi, that sounds like something from Harry Potter. Akimi Horcrux. Akimi. Akimi. Or maybe it's Akimi. That's more Japanese. You have to tell, write, write it phonetically next time. Akimi. So wait, so Magic Mike is no more. It's Magic Akimi by now. Yeah, it doesn't Fuck really yeah. have the, the same uh, magic cling. Um, magic Akimi. Adorable, adorable Akimi. Skimi Akimi. Astounding. But Akiwi. Kiwi Akimi. <laughs> That's awesome. Way to go full Slanesh. I love in in Sweden we have like um so you can say he that's han or you can say chi uh, that's hun but then uh, a couple of years back we invented the the it's like a, an it you say hen which is spelled spelled like hen like a chicken like uh, and that's basically yeah sex without uh, you don't assume the sex. So instead of saying yeah yeah that's what we invented. Fuck yeah, go go total Slanesh Akimi. Um, did I talk about, was that a link on, I talked about like, uh, you know, I, getting like breast implants, but then, <laughs> <laughs> you know, because then oh, I yeah. would just go around yeah. playing with my own boobs. But then I thought, <laughs> why doesn't anyone make more than two boobs? You know, like, like Slanesh Demon or like a cat. So you just have not one pair, but you have like six pairs just underneath each other. How fucking awesome would that be? We have like we have like uh, surgery and stuff. Akimi, do this. No, no, if, you it, do it more than pioneer this shit. I'm not sure if my <laughs> wife would be happy about it, but I could always do it when she's not at home, and then she'll just have to deal with it. <laughs> Perfect surprise, like, hey, honey, look what I did. <laughs> and I would just drag my hands over the, you know, like this, brr, 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 like, uh, yeah. I would just, yeah. Fuck yeah! Imagine I could I could uh, breastfeed a lot of kids at the same time. <laughs> Holy shit! I know, but seriously, like, okay, even if I don't get them, if a, if a girl would have more than two tits, wouldn't that be slightly arousing? Huh? Ah, uh, huh? <laughs> oh, you no. fucking iron hand player! <laughs> go go wank off with your uh, metal hand till you get. <laughs> How do you do that? Do you lubricate? I don't understand. Iron hands. It's the rubber, iron, iron rubber hose. Yeah. <laughs> WD-40. <laughs> but that'll solve anything. <laughs> uh, watching uh, German tanks on YouTube. Is, oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. Look at that precision. Oh, thank you so much for your email, Akimi. Uh, I hope I pronounced it right. Uh, Go, Slanesh, and tell us more about your events. Sounds cool. But get, yeah, you, your army is cool, but you have to tell your your friends that are playing, like, go full closer, maybe less chicken riders, you know, <laughs> go Grimdustrial. Um, yep, it's the only yeah. way to go. Only way to go. Uh, and that's it for our mailbag. <laughs> At least we have our one super fan, which we love. Um, and that's all we need. That's all we need. <laughs> I'm gonna tell my mom also to write some letter. <laughs> what is this? Forty k. <laughs> I think that's uh, all we got for this episode as well. Yeah, gotta wrap it up. Um, I guess we'll see if we'll be back before Hagvarian or if we'll have another post-event report. So many events and summer so is coming. 
holy shit what's gonna happen uh do we know when uh the next like do you know when the rule the rule book for 30k is coming out and angelus have they said like no, approximately sooner rather than later i think the word okay but no, nice no, not an official date the future is bright it's exciting it's 30k well it's yeah it's also dark and grim dust trail but it's both <laughs> it can be both in our hearts i should stop singing before <laughs> we lose our minds uh this has been don't lose your head podcast remember kids fulgrim gives head a fulgrim takes head don't lose your head goodbye <laughs>